The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. The collision of common sense and comedy. This is the collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. 12. I'm about a 12. 12 today. Why? Can you watch? Don't even know what I'm talking about with the 12? No. A 12. You don't know what I'm talking about. You're you're modulus. No, no, no. I'm a 12. I'm about a 12. Uh, maybe a 13 on a 1 to 10 North Korea skepticism sale scale. Oh. About, about a 12. So 10 being the most skeptic skeptical and 1 being like, sure, whatever. Uh, I'm about a 12, maybe a 13. I've calmed down just a little bit. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there, though. Right there. Did you did you see any of it? Did you? Uh, I didn't see it. Did you see the it. press uh, conference from Trump? I saw the pictures, the historic pictures. Yeah. Let me back up and say, uh, this is not anything against Trump. My skepticism has nothing to do with us, President Trump. It's all about what we can expect, what is likely from North Korea. Now, I do have one small bit of optimism, one small bit. And that is based on the fact that Kim Jong-un was raised in the West, that he's younger and was raised in the West. And there is a possibility if any of this is to be true, any of this to be true, meaning that good things are coming. North Korea is going to do denuclearize. They're going to stop raping and torturing their people, that it's going to become a democratic uh, country. You know what I'm saying? If any of these are to happen in the future, the only possible gateway right now in what we're seeing is that Kim Jong-un actually wants the country to be different. He's just playing the game right now in order to transition it. Okay. Imagine for a moment, you were Kim Jong-un, right? Dad handpicked you, because you know, he has several siblings yeah. that dad could have picked. He actually uh, handpicked Kim Jong-un out of, uh, it was kind of rare, he should have picked, if you look at like oldest and whatever, should have picked a different kid. But anyway, he picked him. Let's say you're him and you're like, you know what, this is crazy. This We need to do, be more Western and more open and more all this. He can't just say, hey, I'm the new dictator. Here's what we're going to do. I know that's the belief because he's a dictator, but you've got factions within your regime that are working against you. That's how it works. So if you try to move too quickly in the wrong direction, whatever, what's going to happen? They are going to oust you at some point. There could be a military coup. All of that's possible. There are hardliners that work closely with him that want that regime in place, that they want it like his father's regime and his grandfather's regime. So the only possible hope is that he is a different sort of man, that he actually doesn't want to rape and torture people, even though he's had concubines at his disposal since he's become dictator and has ordered the execution and torture of lots of people. That maybe possibly somewhere in there is this grain of a man that wants change. That's it. In which case, this all makes sense. What is more likely, using history as my guide, is they will say and do anything to go along to protect the regime. 
And the prevailing winds right now are, hey, we got to meet with this Trump guy. It gives us a clout in the world, which they want. Look at this. We're not some yappy little dog. We have clout. The president met with us. It was the big news yesterday. So he gives them clout. And they may get a little something here and there. And what do they have to give up? Nothing. What do they have to give up? They're going to give up their nuclear program. That was the that was the big deal, the big takeaway from the meeting. They've agreed to a denuclearized Korean peninsula. What does that mean? You know what North Korea has right next to them? Russia and China. They share a border with both Russia and China. Russia and China have always backed them. Okay, great. So they don't have nukes at their disposal if we can trust them, if they give the entire thing up. Is it just like they're wide open? No. Russia and China's got their back. That's if they agree to it and we actually can prove that they're not making nuclear missiles. How are we going to do that? Well, they've lied to us in the past. 1990s and moving forward. And then you've got the Iran deal, right? They promise all kinds of stuff. And you know, when it's actually done and said, you look at it. No, we can't actually inspect. Come on. So I'm about a 12 out of 10 skepticism. If they will, they are sincere. They being Kim Jong-un and his, his hardline um, mm-hmm. party leaders. And if they will actually follow through with this. Trump, I think, is putting a good foot forward. You have to be diplomatic in these situations. You got to try something. I just am not sure it's going to get done. So here's the big takeaway. It it comes down to the agreement of a complete denuclearized North uh, uh, Korean peninsula. So what uh, what does the U.S. give up in exchange for that, though? So far, what we've given up, which could change back or revert back very quickly, has been more. North Korea agrees to a denuclearized Korean peninsula and the U.S. has agreed to a couple of different things, including no more military exercises in the region. Oh, wow. The joint military exercises with South Korea. That's That's it. We're giving up because ours is immediate. Yeah. We have those exercises with South Korea several times a year. Yeah. So ours, absolutely immediate if we do what we say we're going to do. A denuclearized Korean peninsula, that's huge. The moving parts of that, how many places do they have that are trying to refine uh, nuclear material? Hmm. Where are all their missiles? Where are the missile labs? Where are the missiles stored? Where are the missile uh, scientists? Uh, Give us all the information you have. You're, you're, You're dismantling all of that today? Come on. Four takeaways from the official document they signed it's not a treaty it's not binding it really doesn't mean anything they just had to sign something to make it look like a treaty because that's what you do right yeah you yeah the photo op you got a photo op and they both get to go home to their countries and go look at this look, we, signed we signed something, something. Here. right it doesn't actually mean anything all it is is a declaration that they met really because it says president trump uh it goes on to say that they met on uh june 12th 2018 Okay, yeah, we know. We got the video footage of that. They both signed, yes, we were here. Okay. And then it says uh, that, uh, number one, Chairman Kim Jong-un reaffirmed his firm and unwavering commitment to a complete denuclearization of North of the Korean Peninsula. Um, his firm and unwavering commitment. 
that started Tuesday? Because, see, up to now, he's been nuclearizing the Korea Peninsula. But, okay, his firm and unwavering commitment that started now. (laughs) And uh, let's see here. President Trump committed to provide security guarantees to North Korea. Security? What do you mean? Well, both of those are wide open. We're going to protect them. We're going to give them some kind of protection. What is it? It could mean that. It could mean, hey, we're making sure nobody, you know, attacks them. That seems far-fetched. Yeah. On the uh, more simple end, we've agreed to no more joint exercises with South Korea. So it could be anything and everything in between. And so could a denuclearized uh, Korean peninsula. And that's part of the problem. There's no details and specifics. Four things they state in the document. Number one, United States and DPRK, uh, the Democratic People's Republic of Korea, uh, commit to establish a new U.S. DPRK relations in accordance with the desire of the people of the two countries for peace and prosperity. Establish new relations. Well, you've already done that in signing this document. Okay. Number two, the U.S. and DPRK will join... Uh, efforts to build a long-lasting and stable peace regime on the Korean Peninsula. It's kind of fluffy and same thing. It's the same as number one. Okay. Okay. Number three, reaffirming the April 27th, 2018 uh, uh, declaration that DPRK commits to work toward complete denuclearization, uh, denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. And number four, the United States and DPRK commit to recovering POW MIA remains, including the uh, immediate rep, uh, repatriation of those already identified. Um, okay, I guess we get something. I mean, that's big if you're, well, any American, you want to make sure POWs yeah. and people that are missing in action come home. Um, we'll see what they do. I guess that's probably the thing I feel best about. Yeah. If they actually do it. And then they signed it and uh, so on and so forth. But President Trump said, when asked by a reporter, sanctions are going to remain in place for now. Good. But looks forward to lifting them if they do their, okay. So that'll likely be Mm -hmm. part of down the road. Trump said no more joint war games. He said he trusts Kim. Okay. But Trump says anything in those negotiations. (laughs) I love that. He's... He is a negotiator when it comes to that. Oh, thank you. This is tremendous. I trust him. He's amazing or whatever. And then he's calling him a rocket man and stuff. You know what I mean? That, uh, that was something when I saw the pictures of them shaking hands. Like, did you know, Kim, this is the guy that called you rocket man. Right, exactly. Across the pond. Right. And, and <laughs> do, you, do you remember when I said, and I uh, shockingly may have actually said something smart? Yeah. Back in the day when I said... I think this is just a new way of communicating. Mm-hmm. And I, I actually had that trigger because I think it was in the movie, uh, whichever one about the um, um, the missiles in Cuba, the Korean missile, uh, the Cuban missile crisis. Okay. Uh, the one with, uh, I think it's the one with uh, Kevin Costner, where he said, you don't understand. They're just communicating in a different way. It's not the old. And I was like, okay, I can understand that. That's where we're at now. I mean, look at look at the public. Look how we communicate on social media. And that's what Trump... I mean, you say the most outrageous, awful things to people, and then you're like, ah, we're pals now. We're good. Right. It's just like these extremes. And I think that's where we're at. I think that's... And maybe that's how dictators operate, or at least Kim Jong-un. They yeah. say outrageous things all the time. Yeah. 
And we're always like tempered, tempered. It's not presidential. <laughs> so we'll see. Uh, certainly interesting. I have strong feelings about this because of uh, my wife's family in South Korea. So I've been there. I'm knowledgeable about this stuff. I have strong feelings as a Christian because what these people are going through in North Korea, as I've outlined many times on the air, is about as bad as it can get. Yeah. I mean, you're talking World War II concentration camps in Germany-esque bad. The only difference may be on the scale and the systems that are in place because, let's face it, Germany had that final solution, which was pretty damn efficient, right? But we're talking that level of, of human rights violations. And in some ways, maybe even worse, what with the systematic rapes and tortures. So... It's horrible. I feel horrible as a Christian. And yeah, we ought to fight every day to, to try to change those things. As an American, I also feel bad for those things. But I also have that little bit of we cannot police the world. And that's the reason yesterday I said on the air, we've got to decide as a country. It's time. It's long past time. Who are we going to be? And it's time we establish some foreign policies that are not widely changed from administration to administration. See, when it comes to domestic policies, we're always going to have these debates, and there'll be adjustments. I would like to see some common ground found with them. But when it comes to foreign policy, we should be able to set some sort of of general program of who we are. Under what circumstances will we invade a country? Under what circumstances will we say those human rights violations are so bad, we're going to go in and stop it, that we will topple regimes or not? I don't have all the answers. I have some opinions I'll throw out there. It's for all of us to decide. But the one thing I know is we need some rules in place. Because we look at one country and we go, oh, yeah, we'll be friends with them. In fact, we'll pay that guy a couple million bucks personally and then give them aid, wink, wink, and they'll be our friend. Yeah, they're beating the hell out of their own people. They're throwing gays off of roofs. Women can't drive or whatever. Ah, wow, they're our ally in the region. How many times have you heard that? They're our ally in the region because they're they're keeping other bad guys down or helping yes. us look for terrorists. The lesser two evils. Right. That's that's what they do constantly. And then people with lesser human rights violations were like, we've got to get in there and change those things. <laughs> Come on. That's one thing stop. I never understood of the United States, especially when it came to like Iraq, Afghanistan. And I was deployed to both of them. I was like, wait a minute. So I'm training those people right, right. now. So today I train those people. Yeah, yeah. But then tomorrow they're yeah. my bad guy and right. I'm training the other people. That's exactly it. Yes. Got it. You got it. You got, got it. it. You figured it out, Chris. Got it. See, this is what <laughs> I'm saying. It's time. We're there. You know when a lot of this went wrong? When when we did? Is the falling, uh, the, uh, the when the Berlin Wall came down. Yeah. See, America was used to being in that struggle. We were a world power. It was the Cold War. We knew Russia bad. Soviet Union bad. Right. And they were our main focus. China, to a lesser degree, some other countries. And we had other things going on in the world. But it really came down to that. Ta-da! And then when the Soviet Union felt, fell, for a few moments, we really were the standalone world power. Yes, China was very close with the military weapons economy, but not like they are now. Russia had not uh, recovered yet. you know. So we were the standalone world power. And we had no idea what to do. It's like, hey, we're here. 
should we lead? Are we supposed to tell the world what to do? Are what we supposed man. to just chill? What's? <laughs> we really had no idea. So we probably wasted an entire decade where we could have we could have led, where we could have said, "Here's what's going to happen now." Not from arrogance and not just from threats, but from our status in the world in general. And when you educate people on the history of America and the good we've done. That carries a lot of clout with it as well, if they would have actually done it, and we didn't. Mm -hmm. So now we're here. Let's set some basic ideas of what our foreign policy is going to be in situations like this moving forward. Until they do that, this is all just us reacting. (laughs) See, that's the beauty of being established. See, when when you're an established, let's look at it like a, a company. When you have a lot of cash, when you have a lot of uh, brand recognition, when you've built yourself up, you can suffer, you know, ups and downs. When you're small, you don't. You can't do that. When you're big, you can lead in those situations. You could say, hey, here's what's going to happen. So let's take the time and say, here's what's going to happen. Here's what we're going to be. Until we do that, we're just reacting. Big companies or big countries, they shouldn't have to react like that. We get, we get to dictate the terms. And the world should be thankful that America's terms should be based on our values of personal freedom, personal responsibility, and free markets. That's who we are. We don't support, regardless of what the left will uh, tell you about America every day, we don't support and recognize and appreciate human rights violations. We're not keeping people down. We're not bigots. We're not discriminatory. We're people that base our values on freedom. And the world should be thankful of that. We just need to tell them, tell them what our policies are, and then execute those policies consistently. Until that happens, this is all just posturing. The Morning Blaze. Inappropriately appropriating cultures since 2012. This is The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Doc Thompson. So uh, MSNBC had some different thoughts last night. A lot of people. A lot of people had different thoughts. A lot of different thoughts than me. I I think I'm being pretty reasonable on this thing. I think so too. I mean, I'm consistent. I said basically the same things about uh, about Obama and Iran. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Long history. I have different issues with Iran as well. Aside from the human rights violations, like North Korea, and a much grander scale in North Korea. Uh, Iran, we also have some unfinished business from the 1970s, and we gave them all that money. So I told them that. I also said I was cynical and skeptical about the deal there. I waited till the deal came out and said the deal is wrong because we can't actually verify any of this stuff. I gave Obama his due and said it's good you're meeting with these people. Diplomacy is good. I don't know if we can trust them, Mm -hmm. but you got to try this stuff. So I'm consistent. Very few consistent people in this. MSNBC had this to say. Something else that our own Keir Simmons reported today and shared with us at 4 p.m. is that both men are liars. He said Kim Jong-un lies, and he said Donald Trump lies. So it is at this point... Uh, We had to hold that right there again. So not only did one of their people, one of their talking heads, say that, the other ones are now quoting it. Yeah. They've made a news story out of one of their own people 
saying something outrageous. It's like, uh, you know, everybody lies. It reminds me of like, you know, everybody poops. Yeah, exactly. Is that what it is? It's, it's the same mm-hmm. book. It's like, same type really? of thing. Does that have any place right now? But I love she's quoting one of her colleagues yeah. who, is, who is offering an opinion, but they say it like, well, it's like Pete said. Well, it's like uh, Mika. What did she say last week? Oh, you know, I heard that Trump heard is upset. That this, yeah. That uh, he can't watch porn at the White House. Heard it from somebody. Heard it from somebody. Who heard it from somebody who got it from a girl who saw Ferris pass out at 31 Flavors last night. How yeah. is that reporting? And to say they're both liars? Wait a, wait a minute. Um, does Donald Trump lie? Yes. yes. You know how I know that? Because uh, pretty much every human being has at one point or another, yes. even if it's the little lie. Like, does this make me look fat? No. What am I supposed to say here? What am I supposed to say? No. No. No, no it does great not great on that. That should wear those. Um, do we have some specific instances where Trump has lied? Yes, yes. we have. That's not banging on Trump. Nope. I'm giving the guy high marks as president, but he lies. And being a politician, you also know people lie. So I'm not offended that they would call Trump a liar. No. I'm not offended that they would call Kim Jong-un a liar. Oh, that's one of the biggest liars. Absolutely. <laughs> he lies to his country I'm every day. I'm offended by that you're only calling those two liars. Obama, I mean, they're ready to friggin' knight him. They're oh. putting him up for sainthood over at uh, MSNBC. Yeah. Here's the thing. Uh, Obama lied. <laughs> what? And still lies and lies a lot. No. A politician. Um, a guy who was in office for eight years. We have documented cases of him lying. Mm. And uh, yet you're only calling Trump the liar. So a bit more from MSNBC. To two former senior intelligence officials. Oh, wait, wait, we're going to back that up about five, ten seconds. Listen to the little laugh because she just loved that she stuck she it got to Trump. One. Here she it got is. one. So it is at this point, and I've talked to two former senior intelligence officials. It is a known unknown. What, what was discussed? And it is not knowable that we'll ever know. What really happened what happened in that meeting because both men are known and established liars that's hard well, <laughs> somewhere rumsfeld just had a chill <laughs> well, that, that was hold, it, hold it did you hear who that was no i didn't know who that was that was brian williams chiming in are you the biggest liar <laughs> what are you, in network what are you, what are you talking about what are you, he huh? lied about brian williams Oh my gosh, Chris Alcedo had like the pulse of Brian Williams press. Oh yeah. He one of the biggest liars in social media that got caught lying. The only reason he's on MSNBC right now, as opposed to NBC NBC. as their chief anchor, is because he got caught lying and he chimed in on that. Back that up and let's hear his little blah bitty blah. Oh, what you can't... uh, here is the expression on Rachel Maddow's face where she's all smirking, oh, she's so loving happy. all this. They're sticking it to him. Here we go. Listen. Liars. That's hard. Wow. <laughs> Somewhere Rumsfeld just had a chill. <laughs> well, that, that was Keir Simmons reporting. I mean, I, 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 mean, I think I, we all know that about Donald Trump. I didn't know that about. But you know, I, mean, I wonder, actually, does that make does that make it a slightly less dangerous meeting? Because everybody knows <laughs> so, both men, both men lie. And so, right. if, okay. I mean, it'd be one thing. All right. She so. goes. I didn't know that about Kim Jong-un. Didn't you know. didn't know that he was a liar? No, no. I thought he was a swell guy. Are you kidding I me? I was considering him as babysitter for my children. I was uh, interviewing him for that How position. How can you not you know, know oh, that Kim Jong-un? Oh, I knew Trump was a liar, but that Kim? Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> He's not a liar. What are you talking about? He's a great leader. He rapes every woman that he wants. That, well, I mean, you know, rapes. He just forces, you know. 
There's a, you know, wow. I'm sure it's really rape. He just tells them this is what's going to happen. I'm not sure there's any resistance from them. If well, that's of course, part of, the equation, of course, there's you know. no resistance. If there is, their family die. Just an unbelievable Brian Williams sitting there all enjoying the conversation. Yeah, two liars. Oh, <laughs> liars. You're right. They are. Oh, wow. Minute. That's incredible. Wow. So that's how they're covering over on MSNBC today. We uh, we uh, monitor them so you don't have to. <laughs> that get is so your, true. Get your tweets in uh, with the hashtag what I learned today. Hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. We got a lot more to get to, including another interesting nugget of information about Kim Jong-un and his traveling. Oh. A nugget of information. Hmm. Hmm. He has a lot of traveling partners. Yes, yes. It has to do with that. We'll explain uh, coming up next on this, The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, you got me, Brutus. You got me. Oh yeah, Brutus got me with the tweet. I clicked on that one. Brutus Maximus. (laughs) I just tweeted. Click on my Twitter account so I could go through some tweets here as we rejoin the broadcast here, back from commercials. And uh, Brutus got me with a uh, question. I wonder what kind of sandwich she's building, and it's a uh, uh, what looks like an attractive woman uh, constructing. Nice Something sandwich. with lumber. Nice sandwich. And uh, she's attractive. And I think that's the, the bit there. I think that's it, that she's attractive. Is that it? Oh, of course. Of course. It's just. But it was clickbait. You got me. <laughs> you absolutely got me. Uh, quick note, though, it should be sandwiches. Not yeah. sandwich. Sandwiches. But you Keep got me, sure. Brutus Keep Maximus. Sure. Sure. Get the tweets in. Hashtag what I learned today. Kathy Deberg. <gasps> Obama lied? No. no he just stretched not. the truth. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh spunkin bro not sure now what i learned today you've just heard 20 minutes of the common sense portion of tmb now two hours and 40 minutes of comedy okay i'll, I'll give you give that, that. yeah well, can we say an attempt at it of comedy yeah yeah i yeah. don't want to commit to at actually being funny I mean, oh no that's a lot of pressure that's a high bar if i just Plus, say we're gonna way, try I think we're halfway there. You just have to just look at us and be like, oh, <laughs> how those there. two have a job. We're there. Wow. Can't believe it. <laughs> the one tweet that I shared yesterday, the one tweet of, uh, oh my, oh no, I was sharing it with Brad off the air. I was like, did I say, I remember ta- telling somebody about it. Ladies like, uh, says something about, um, oh, cause I was going back and forth again yesterday. Oh yeah. I saw with you all were the crazy, uh, me too. And Alyssa Milano boohoohooing over the ERA. <clears throat> Lady put something about hiding your face. Oh yeah, because you don't have your face. Because my yeah. my uh, what is my profile, yeah. the you little circle, avatar, which I yeah. hate the circle, hate the circle. You like the square? I like the square better. Oh, okay. Anyways, the Twitter circle. I just used Doc real big. I used it forever ago, and then I was just like, well, I think people have kind of gotten used to seeing it. So. Yeah, and I've tried to change, and you said no. <clears throat> right, exactly. So I'm like, you know, my profile pic at the top or whatever. I got pictures, whatever. That's fine. But she's like hiding your face and hiding behind a microphone. And I was like, <clears throat> uh, 
I'm on TV every morning, dot, dot. No, I'm, I, I'm on TV every morning, dot, 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 with pictures, because TV's with pictures, dot, <laughs> dot, dot, <laughs> of my face, dot, dot, dot. And she had in her profile that she's a wordsmith. <laughs> Whatever that is. And I put, uh, and I didn't even like, unless you read her profile, you wouldn't know why I put this. Okay. But I put, after that, I'm on TV every morning, blah, blah, blah. I'm a, well, we know you're not a research smith. <laughs> <coughs> I was being research re- re- real jerk <laughs> yesterday on Twitter. I really was. Oh my! Did you see my guy? Do you know how many people deleted their tweets? Yeah, I saw that. <coughs> and not just deleted. Some of them blocked you. <coughs> I've started, and this is going to be a standard practice with those goofs now. I'm screen grabbing so I can post, which I do if yeah, I think yeah. it. I have at times, but I'm going to try to do that standard where I screen grab so I can just post their picture because it's stupid. It, deleting your tweet, it just screws up the thread. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that. I hate when other when I see other people, I'm like, oh, what are they responding to? <laughs> so you'll see some of mine. I just post to my own what their what theirs was. One guy didn't though. <clears throat> his name uh Scotty B. Random. And I took a screen grab of his name in that, but I forgot to do the his original tweet. He uh, put something about um, uh, my anus. He's like, oh, you're an anus doctor, blah, blah, blah. Well, he's all rainbowed up. Look at this. Look at him. Scotty B. Random. He's got the rainbow flag next to his name. His his little circle profile pic is rainbow sparkles in the background, and his hair is all rainbowed up, I think. Or maybe that's just the glow from the pictures. And... The picture profile picture at the top is all rainbowed up. <clears throat> Interesting. So you're all rainbowed up, which is fine. And then you're talking about my anus. That's not cool, bro. I just put, I'm straight. I just wanted him to know. And he responded, who cares? <laughs> okay, do you see the flaw with that? Yes. You're all rainbowed up, which means I'm fabulously gay. Which I don't have a problem with, but you're leading with your... So I say, I'm straight, my sexuality, like, well, who cares? Who cares about that? Well, nobody cares about your Do you see my point? I don't care if you're straight, gay, or other. I don't care if you like sticking what, where. I do not care. It does not matter to me. But if you're leading with, here's what I like to do with my body. And I go... Oh, just so you know, I don't like to do that with my body. I do other things. Well, who cares about that? <laughs> See, what? what? <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, so I had to set that straight. But I was ticked because the thread's gone. So yeah. I had to lay it all out there. Anyways, other tweets. I digress. You guys, Stephen English, you're now water lunch. Hey, Doc, did you hear Trump's explanation of free markers after the G7? Couldn't get any more conservative than that. I saw uh, a blurb on it, and I'm going to go ahead and admit, I did not hear the audio. Uh, neither so did we should I. go back and grab yeah, it. Maybe so we'll look I for sh- that during the break. Okay. Sounds good. Yeah. Got to tell you about a new book that's out. I don't read as much as I would like to because I don't have a lot of time. I don't read at all. I just gave up on that. <clears throat> well, what with English versus Spanish, I imagine that's a challenge. And by the way, the fiance is an author. Did not know that. She comes up and gives me a book and says, you know, I read... Uh, you, you know, wrote. I write books, right? I'm like, no. Read or wrote? Wrote. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I wrote books. I'm like, no, did I know this? She hands me a book. It says, you know, her name. And I'm a like. A book about, is it fiction? fiction? 
And it's like is 300 it, pages long. What type is it? And then the wind swept across the beach. So, so far. It caught the edge of her hair as she brushed it back. No. He embraced her with a strong arm around her back. So far, read chapter Passion. one. Is it any of that? No, but it's about this little girl in the fence in the backyard of an old man. So I don't know. So far, that's has, all you got in one chapter. A, There's a backyard, an old man, and a fence, and yes, a little girl, and a little glowing light, and a glowing light. Is it good though? I, she How many know. books she has? Uh, one. And then she goes, <clears throat> "We might want to talk about this later, so I know what it is." Oh, okay. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would uh, love to read more. Love to read. I just don't have the, the time, especially right now because we're working on so many things. But uh, I have a book that I'm putting on my list. This is no joke. They asked us to uh, do the commercial. And I said, well, we'll talk about it. I, I can't endorse it because I, I haven't read the book. But I mean, we'll run a commercial for you. Sure. I mean, it's nothing offensive or whatever. And then I read it and I was like, I've convinced myself to read yeah, this book. It sounds so cool. <clears throat> It has everything that you need. And I don't even know J.A. Conrath. I I, I know the name. I'm Mm -hmm. not familiar. But uh, it's called The List. This is uh, kind of a techno thriller. And it starts with a body and ends with a bang. It's a murder investigation that uncovers a top secret genetic experiment. Okay, you got me. Come on. Okay, interesting. There are nine strangers that are roped into this that have nothing, that have a bunch in common, but they can't figure it out. And there's a mysterious tattoo they share. Okay. Okay, this is, okay, what's going on here? By itself, I'm interested. Um, But then you find out it's a conspiracy that's decades old that has to do with the American government. Oh. I am in. I am hooked. And then you got... The bad parts of the government, the FBI, the police, uh, big government, big brother standing against them. Mm. I am in. I am in. It's available today. Pick it up. This is definitely on my list. Within the next uh, months, the first opportunity I have to read a book, this is the one. This is it. J.A. Conrath is the author. The book is called The List. It's been out for a while. It's done very well. Over 2 million copies sold, but now available for the first time in paperback form. You can get it at uh, Walmart, other bookstores. You can visit jaconrath.com. I'll tweet out a link to it. Again, it's uh, The List. It's a great read. It's going to keep you wanting more. jaconrath.com. Man, that looks good. I know. I have it at the house. It looks so cool. I watched an old movie a couple of days ago. Here's what it is. While I'm working, I'll put on something in the background. Yeah. Kind of glance at stuff. Yeah. Right. And I don't have time to like sit down and watch a lot of movies and stuff either. So that's how I kind of keep up with like pop culture movies. Well, I was wanting something on in the background while I was working and I couldn't find anything right off. And I stumbled across like a list of old free movies on on, uh, Amazon Amazon Prime. One of the movies, I remembered the title, and it had high ratings, the little stars, and I was like, oh, I never got to see that back in the 90s, so I'll go ahead and pop it on. <laughs> it has uh, Lawrence Fishburne oh, and nice. some other guy that I've seen in other movies, and then some other people I've seen in other movies, and I was like, <clears throat> okay, cool. It was called Event Horizon. Okay. It's a sci-fi thing. Hmm. It takes place in 2047. Oh, not so And close. it tells you at the beginning, it goes... Typing on the screen, you know, goes 2015. We begin to colonize Mars. And I was like, I don't remember that, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, a ship is lost out by Neptune. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. 2015. 
24 haven't heard from it 7 years later 2047 now the ship began begins broadcasting a rescue message whoa okay it got me they're going to rescue it right <laughs> one of the worst movies i've ever seen what horrible movie oh no horrible and then i mean it started off so good i was like mm, okay you got By me the there way. And I got, I don't know, a third of the way into it. And I just kept saying out loud, this is awful. You got it wrong. A lot of people are telling me. What? You got it wrong. It's what? not a bad movie. Oh, it is atrocious. Horrible. Like, not even, not even okay. I got to watch this. I'll be the judge. It's almost so bad. I want people to go watch it for how bad it is. Hmm. It's, it, it makes no sense. It's shut the whole time. I'm going. Oh my gosh! I can tell these people are just in a small room acting. What's it called again? Event Horizon. Listen, I'm sure in the '90s, techno, uh, like technology-wise, cinematography, everything was probably cutting edge. Maybe that's the reason. But it is horrible. Oh my gosh! I gotta hey, see this. Tell me your opinion on this. If you ever seen this movie, if you've seen it, tweet at me. I haven't seen it. It's an old movie. Yeah. And I'm fine with some of the old movies. Oh, okay. So that's a movie? Okay. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, uh, Sam Neill. Okay. Wasn't he in... Um, yes. Uh, Jurassic, Jurassic Park. Jurassic Park. Yep. One of them. Yep. Two of them. Uh, at least two, I believe. The first two. Was he in The Matrix too? First and third. <gasps> sorry. First and third. Huh? He was in the first and third Jurassic Park. Lawrence okay. Fishburne was in The Matrix. The other guy. Yes. Yeah. Wasn't Sam Neill though? No. no. Who was the uh, guy who plays the... Neil? No, 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 no. The guy who plays the computer-generated oh, that's guy who him. fights them all. No, that's Mr. Smith? That's yeah, Mr. Him. Smith. That's no, him. that's not him. Okay. Anyways, atrocious, but I'll leave it up to you to decide. Yes, I will in the second. I'm interested. And the only reason I'm like, now I have to stay with it. I have to stay with it to see how maybe they bring it no, back. you walk out. Yeah, maybe it'll work out, right? <laughs> Horrible movie. So, anyway. Oh, uh, a little bit more. A little nugget on Kim Jong-un. Got to get back to that. Apparently, he travels with his own toilet. Like Trump. Um, yeah, we have heard reports that Trump yes. does. The gold toilet. The gold toilet. Right. Uh, but Trump does because uh, he has the money to travel with his own toilet. I think that's it. And a little bit of arrogance. Kim Come Jong-un on. travels with his own toilet to deny anyone um, that may be interested the ability to dig through his uh, remnants. Oh, yeah. Makes sense. That makes sense. Wait, what? Yeah, that makes sense. Why does it make sense? You're a leader like that. You like control. Why yeah. are people digging through poo? What are you going to... What do you... It, do, does he secretly, regularly swallow microfilm or something? No, but but yeah, it's like... <clears throat> oh, look, I got Kim Young-un's poo. Yeah, I, I can see that. Yeah, I, I get it. I get it. That one I really Well, get. they're not saying it so they sell it on eBay. Yeah, but still... By the way, know, if there's money in it, I do have Kim Jong-un's poo. No, no, it's his. No, if you test it, it may say tall, overweight, white guy from well, see, Country Studios Dallas. It may indicate that it is not. It I, is short, fat, Asian guy from North Korea. I think that's what it is. They don't want to know about his health. They don't want to know anything about him. You know, his, wow. his eating the I habits. guess there's this level of spying, but dang, uh, you're really, really stretching here. How'd you like to be the guy who's like, 
your whole life you work because you want to be a spy. You want to be in the CIA. Okay, okay. Right? I'm ready, Pete. I'm this ready. This is it. Right? Send me in. You go top of your Send class, right? You join the military, mm. right? You, you maybe go to uh, one of the military academies, yeah. right? You take a, you get a degree aside from this. I mean, you in top Special physical ops. health. Right. You know everything. You've taken everything you can do to make sure you have all the skills necessary to be a spy. And I they're like, first all right, welcome aboard, kid. I'm, in. I'm ready. Welcome to the CIA, yes, Chris. Yes. Are you ready? I'm ready. You ready for your assignment? Send me out there. You're ready. Let me look over your resume you know, here. I can so kill you got all anybody. this stuff. I'm good with my look hands. This, whatever. I'm okay. a good assassin. Kid, know. I got a special assignment oh, for you. I'm ready. Who are we going to overthrow? You know North Korea is a threat, right? Oh. You know it, right? Kill him. Kim Jong-un, you yeah, know him. He's tortured and killing yes. people. Yes. We need to buy... Hang on, let me light my other cigarette. I got a cigarette in each hand here. Let me... Because that's... Uh, that's how people that run the CIA in the closed rooms, they smoke cigarettes like this over and over. They flick one out. All right, kid. You know what a danger he is, right? I'm ready. I'm ready. You ready? Yes. We got to find out everything we can on this fat butterball. Okay. We got people all over the world studying this guy. Okay. Your job is to dig through his crap. You dig through and give it... You dig through his crap. Like garbage? Like no, garbage? no, his stool. When he craps, when he poops. Everybody poops. You got to dig through it. You got to get those samples, kids. Lives are dependent on it. I got to get his poop. In fact, there's going to be a movie called Event Horizon that's going to have a little to do with this. It's like digging through poo when you watch it. All right, kid. Are you ready? You ready to dig through? Well, you know, I guess. Okay, I here's your official CIA gloves. <laughs> but you don't need those, kids. kid, do you? You're no, young. These are for the old men. Yes, yes. You're willing to do what you can uh, to do uh, for this yes, country. Yes. You ready to dig through it? I um, guess. I, uh, send me in. Okay. We're going to drop you into the sewer, and you're going to swim through a river of crap, just like that, that other movie with Andy Dufresne, Shawshank Redemption, who came out smelling like a rose on the other side. Right? Right, kid? You've seen that? Yes, I've seen that. Okay, yeah. you're going to swim through that river of poo. You're going to make sure you have only Kim Jong-un's poo. How would I know Only. That? Didn't you go to West Point, kid? I did. You graduated top of your class? I did. And you can't figure that out? Not from just poo. You adapt. You overcome. You're a Marine. <sighs> okay. The Marines go to West Point. I don't think they do. No, they, they don't. They go to West, the uh, yeah. military, uh, yeah. Naval Academy. All right, I got that part wrong, kid. But you get the point. You adapt. You overcome. Just like you did? Exactly. <laughs> I adapted. I overcame. <laughs> By the way, he also uh, traveled with his own pens and pencils, which a lot of people carry okay. in a briefcase or whatever. But uh, he travels with them because he doesn't want people to get his fingerprints. Okay. I can see that one, too. Okay. Uh, while there, he had an entire uh, staff, a team of people mm -hmm. that wiped down everything he touched or sat on or came mm -hmm. in contact with. That is so cool. I'm sorry. I know I'm talking about dictator, but you talk about power. That's legit. Now, I didn't see the people running. Chris was telling me that he has people running yes. to his car. So the first time we saw these little gang of runners was when he met with South Korea mm -hmm. at the border. Mm -hmm. I was like, okay, maybe it's because he's South in Korea. John. Who? In Pan Moon Job. Yes, yes. And then yesterday, as I'm watching him land, and he has a motorcade of at least of 15 cars. Yeah. And then the car that he's at, there's people running. You mean like just outside walking Outside the car, just like. But they're running. Like you see Secret Service in some settings walking along. Yes, they're walking along. Yes, like when, you know, with Prince. But these guys are running. They're running. Like outright, like. Outright running. And they're going at least 15 miles okay, an hour. what are they going to do if it goes down? That's what I, they're Listen, be I just tired. ran seven miles with this guy car, uh, this guy's car. No, no, I can stand and fight now. Wow. That's, that's just a show of force. That's all it that's is. That's all, yes. And, and, and again, 
I know we're talking about dictator, but that's pretty and cool. And you know what he's doing, too. He's like, how fast are we going? A how little fast bit. are we going? We're going, what are we going, nine? A Bump little. that up to about 12. Let's see if they can Give keep, really. keep it going. <laughs> yes. A little, yes. Fast, little faster. Yes. 13, 13. We had 18. We're losing them. Oh, we're losing them a little faster, a little faster. Now slow down. Now stop. There it is. Stop. There they are. Okay, lock up the brakes. Lock them up. <laughs> So it's like, yeah, that's about now. Swerve, people. swerve, quick, quick right turn, quick right turn. And this is why we can't you be dictators. You know that's what he's doing. You know we can't be dictators. We'll be like, right, so- of course. Well, you know that you're a dictator. You're raping people. You, of course, you're going to screw with people oh. running along the car. Of course, you are. The next generation of talk radio. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. I get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. Hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. First, I've got to tell you about Genesis 950. Genesis950.com. We get regular uh, communiques from people saying, this is such a cool product. I'm glad I ordered it. It's, uh, it's a concentrated formula, which is nice because you just have one bottle and then you dilute it as you need it. And you know the nice thing? Let's say you want a little more concentrated, something a little more stubborn or something like that. You can go ahead and it's not like I'm just going to spray it 400 times, which also adds more water or whatever. You could use the concentrated form. Just go to Genesis950.com, Genesis950.com and try it for yourself. It's a cleaner that works on multi-surfaces. You can use it on the inside of your car. You can use it on your countertops, your floors, your cabinetry. You can use it on your carpeting, throw rugs. You can wash clothes with it. It's that safe, yet it's so effective. It gets rid of those stains and the funk from pets. You can degrease with it. You can clean grills with it all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you got Jeff, which is actually one of our listeners emailed us yesterday and says, "I just started cleaning my kitchen floor with the, with the product. Oh my god, my kitchen floor almost looks like new. Totally worth every penny I spent on Genesis 950. The carpets are next. I can't wait to see how it turns out. Great stuff. Going to purchase more for sure. Thank you. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson turned me into your product. We got that uh, from our research department. Mm-hmm. What, are they, what do we call them? Research or? Yeah, you just call them. Research, research whatever. They, they field calls that come in for different things about the network and programs and communiques that come in in general form, not specific. We got that from them. That's absolutely one of the listeners. <laughs> Genesis950.com. So cool. Try it today. If you use uh, the promo code, the appropriate promo code. Yes, Doc Thompson. Which is Doc. Uh, nope. Blaze. Yes. If you use the promo code Blaze, I was like, can't remember that one. Blaze. <laughs> That's the only one you can't remember. I know. It's Blaze. I know. Promo code Blaze. Uh, you'll get a free uh, bottle. So you, when you dilute it, it's easy to apply the stuff. You also get a discount. It's promo code Blaze at Genesis950.com. A lot of people tweeting out the meme, you know, with the the, the bodyguards running. I just love the bodyguards running. Uh, Tech crew tweeting out what I learned today. I hate these remotes website um, remotes because I get crappy silk phone coverage and i can't listen to doc thompson that's a problem that is, that is a problem a problem uh you need to switch providers we already told you about that patreon mobile thank you patreon slash doc yep tmb saddle tram tweeting out what i learned today doc thompson is wrong watching event horizon does not prepare you for digging through poo amy schumer comedy does. <laughs> i'm gonna give you that given okay given watching event horizon again start to finish 
including the credits, or five minutes of an Amy Schumer special. Oof. I'm at Event Horizon. Yeah. I absolutely am there. Yeah. Donna tweeting out what I learned today. Doc is so close to the 40s radio voice. I love when you do that. What's that? The little. All right, kid. I got gotcha, you, kid. I, love I got gotcha. you. Here it is, kid. Let me tell you. We use that both for, uh, like in the military, your yeah. uh, your drill sergeant, yes. your your CO. We the use CO. That. We use it for your boss. Yeah. You're you're on, listen. You're on the uh, you're on the factory floor. Come over here, kid. I'm going to show you how to operate this punch press. It works for all of them. <laughs> Keep your fingers clear. Oh, wait a minute. No more cigarettes for me. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of the next generation of talk radio. This is the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. <laughs> All right, who won? I'm going with Wendy's. Wendy's won the IHOB mo- restaurant mocking, not the individual people, but of other restaurants, and everybody got on board uh, mocking oh, IHOB. Every single restaurant out there, and I was Everyone. so upset. <laughs> That we did not get in this. We should have flipped all of our bees. Yeah. Or the plays. With the plays. Thank you. I know, and I said it a week ago. Or the delays. The delays. You said it yesterday. The plays. No, no, it was before yesterday. I said it uh, last week, didn't I? No. I think yeah. you said it while you were on vacation. You, you tweeted yeah. it out, I thought. Yeah, I no, said it last week. You said week. it here. I know, that's what I said, but last week, though, oh, before yeah. we knew what the B stood for. Mm. Um, but I think Wendy's won. I think they had the best one. I'm going through Their mine. first one... A.W. restaurant, I really liked it. What was A&W's? Uh, they so real quick, in case you didn't know. So uh, IHOP. IHOP busts out. Uh, the, the, bust out. I see what you bust did there out. with the B. Yeah. Ah. They flipped the P into a B and said, we're going to be changing our name. It's a serious thing. Yes. And everyone's like, oh, it's going to stand for bacon or breakfast or whatever. Burgers. They're going burger restaurant. They're going burger. They're going like Five Guys and all those... Which Hip, new burger places? This is good. This is a up? fail. This is an all. Ultimately, this is a fail. They get some attention now, but it's yeah. a fail. Anyway, so uh, Wendy's tweets out: "Not really afraid of burgers from a place that decided pancakes were too hard." Come on, man. <laughs> Come on. If you're gonna do any food, a burger is more complicated than a pancake. Absolutely. All you do is whip in and then pour in. Well, and I mean, there are varieties of pancakes, it. and it's nuanced, but. A simple pancakes. They're yeah. known by their simple pancakes. Yeah, there's only a few ingredients in pancakes. And by the way, I bet you in IHOP, all you have to do is squirt a little bit of... And, and you're done. Right. <laughs> it comes in a mix. Yes. Of course. Yeah. It's already pre-mixed. But I like the AW restaurant. Uh, they uh, flipped their A's and flipped the W. Actually, they flipped the whole logo and go, we don't know what it means either. <laughs> You know, like, don't ask us what it means because we don't even know. We're just flipping it upside down. That's all that matters. Okay, that's pretty good. 
Uh, some of them tried and didn't get it. Okay, Burger King, I give a real close. Oh. Burger King just changed their logo. They changed everything. Right. They just changed the logo. So you got the Burger King where it says Burger King between mm-hmm. the burger uh, buns mm-hmm. and the blue circle around it. And they changed the buns to pancakes on either mm. side and the Come word on, burger to pancake. So it says Pancake King. Come on. That's Come pretty on. legit. That is legit. You know what's missing is the king come out and just start serving some breakfast. That would have been pretty legit too. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, so I give them credit for it. A couple of um, tries that, like Whataburger. Mm-hmm. Whataburger. Says, hey, as much as we love our pancakes, we'd never change our name to What a Pancake. But that's okay. a good name. It's that a is a pancake. good name. That is a good name. Yes. Better buy that domain. What a pancake. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. Uh, Waffle House. Um, Come on. At least you tried. Even though we serve delicious burgers, we know our roots. That's true, though. They're it keeping is, it real. You gotta, you They're keeping it real. a little more fun with it. White Castle, we're excited to announce that we'll be switching our name to Pancake Castle. They they put it out there, but <laughs> didn't do a whole that, that lot with land. it. That the other land. ones went a little bigger with it, yes. you know. Uh, let me see what some of the others. <clears throat> and everybody got on board with some of this stuff. Oh, let me see what the other. Um, there's one. Where is it? Uh, Chili's had one. What was Chili's? Oh, Chili's had one. Uh, yes. Chili's wasn't like switching the name. They just said, uh, we don't usually throw shade, but seriously, that's uh, what this is all about. Here's a real burger for you. And then I'm assuming they're promoting a new burger. Meet yeah. the boss. Well, and here's the, the problem. thing is uh, fat. And I think it was Chef Patrick that talked about this. Uh, Chili's went through a whole menu change. And they went all like classic. Oh, and, yeah. Like, so yeah. they are promoting their new Chili's menu. has actually evolved. Um, so the, Chili's is one of those like Applebee's, Ruby Tuesdays. Yeah. Those yeah. are all kind of the same in my mm-hmm. mind. No, they are. And, no, and no, they are. The, to their credit, they've all continued to evolve. You look at their menus now versus even a couple years ago or years wildly mm. different. Well, uh, Chili's, you knew them by their, uh, by their ribs. I don't know them. By their what? Ribs. Do you know the song? Yes. Let me hear it. I used to work with it. Let me see I it again. Let me see it. Chris, go ahead. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. I want my baby, my baby, my baby back. One more, a little louder. Chili. <laughs> baby back ribs. Barbecue <laughs> sauce. Nicely done. <laughs> Bob Evans uh, tweeting, no matter how you flip it, we're still the same Bob Evans you love since 1953. Ah, got, shut up. I got one right okay, here. Okay, that's being family friendly with <laughs> yeah. it. Nice. I do give him credit for the flip it. Because you're okay, flipping the, flip, the logo, you're flipping, flipping pancakes. So that part's crazy. Oh, flipping the burger. Yeah. Uh, this one is, it's not a name change. It's from IGZ. I don't know who that is. But it says IHOP. We're changing it to IHOP. Everyone, International House of Breakfast. Meh, isn't bad. IHOP. Burgers! <laughs> <laughs> That's true. You're like, it's stupid to go through this for breakfast, but it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Steak and shake, fail. A replica definition yeah. cannot be as good as the... By definition, cannot be as good as the original. The original steak burger was created by Steak and Shake in 1934. Oh, shut up. Denny's, though, not bad. No, Denny's did good. I only saw one of theirs, and it was, Grandpa, do you remember the Great Burger Wars? <laughs> LOL, no, I was chilling, drinking milkshakes and trying to make sense of Westworld. <laughs> so true. <clears throat> that is... A very smart intern. It is, and it's because they went a whole different gra- with the Westworld at the time. It's like... Yeah, here, let me talk about a series that just started, you know, season two, and then let's make it relevant. The ones who work on this, this is where I give Wendy's and uh, all of the people at Yum Brands, too, like KFC, Taco Bell, they oh, all, yes. their guys are yes. awesome, is if you're going to let people be snarky on social media, you have to give them a wide 
a wide parameters to be Let snarky say, and fun. Yep. It's difficult because sometimes you miss your mark and you're, you're yeah. pissing and people you, off. And you just damage your whole... Right. Wendy's, uh, Wendy's has been doing real good yes, with their social Wendy's media. Wendy's is burning. a really right. good... But you, ha- you have it. to give... You can't make it like, okay, be snarky within the corporate structure. Yeah. You do that, it's fail. Um, let's see. Moon like- Pie commented. Moon Pie? Moon pie? A little moon pies you get. Oh, I was making sure that we were talking about yeah. that. Is that a new restaurant that opened moon pie? I was pie. like, okay. Uh, it says, uh, we've worked really hard for like 100 years to get people to remember our brand name. So if it's cool with everyone, we're just going to stick with moon pie. Thank you. Fail. Someone tweeted you know, out. That, that, by the way, that's that's corporate trying yes, to be. It's that like, is, we want to be hip and edgy because yep. we're going we're gonna to we don't want to go too far. But don't mention and don't yeah. mention the logo. You know, those restrictions that you talked about, that is corporate. Literally, yeah. hand them a piece of paper and say, okay, you have Be to Be fun within these, these parameters. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. I used to work for an insurance company that owned radio stations. Oh, nice. I'm not going to say who it is, but they're based out of Columbus, Ohio. Oh, well, there you go. Already said and it. the <laughs> insurance company is nationwide. They're, they're, they cover the entire country. Are they on your side? <clears throat> Um, this insurance company, I think they do pretty well. They may yeah. be on uh, my side, Are people's sides. Uh, yeah, it could okay. be. At any rate, they uh, they had us go to a seminar on how to be creative. Ooh. And uh, with a bunch of people way. who were trying to like put on a corporate seminar, they oh. hired to be creative. It was not creative, right? not creative and not pretty. Here's the thing. A lot of people can say they're creative. But if you... They're not really creative. Kind of whatever. Me and... The newsman I used to work with, who is really creative and hilarious, we're just like, what the hell is this? So we had to pair up in little teams. And of course, I sat in the back of the room (laughs) as not to disturb the people who are trying to learn to be creative. Unpleasant. That's what this is. Uh, Pop-Tarts got in on it. Again, your Pop-Tarts. I guess it's kind of breakfasty. Anyways, dear internet, thanks to everyone asking me this, but no, not every brand is having an identity crisis, so I'm going to stick to Pop-Tarts. That's at least better written, funnier, because it says uh, identity crisis Mm -hmm. or whatever. That part's a little better, but still corporate-y. Very. What was the one you said, Martin? Uh, One was like, uh, only 90s kids will remember IHOP. (laughs) <laughs> who put that uh, just some dude named abdul that's and pretty funny someone else tweeted out finally a place in america where i can get a burger <laughs> <laughs> that is so true that's when it doesn't make sense well wait a minute wait a minute it's the international so you're bringing international burgers from where what other country leads with the burger? Hey, welcome to IHOB. Here's a burger from Liechtenstein. Would you? Or look at this. Look at this. The Singapore burger. <laughs> Singapore. Mm. Well, here's the African burger. Mm. The Brazilian burger. Oh, I love the Brazilian oh, burger. Must be fat the bun. Venezuela there's, burger. There's nothing on that one. It's smooth. And the North Korea burger. Yeah, real small. Real small. Not a lot to it there. We give it to you and then we just take it back. Yeah, we just, Well, after the raping. After, yes. Because yeah. <laughs> the burger raping. right after the raping. <laughs> so, Wendy's had another one, though. Yes, they saw on fire. I only saw two. They may have had more. Remember when you were like seven and thought changing your name to Thunder Bear Sword <laughs> would be super cool? Like that, but our cheeseburgers are still better. <laughs> Savage, dude. That is savage. Wendy's is. They are a lesson. They're not Yum Brand though, right? Wendy's is owned by Yum Brand. I don't think so. I'm not sure. 
Yeah, that's. Uh, I'm trying to see if they have any others too. Yesterday, boy, I really would like to meet those. We got we got to talk to the corporate people, Wendy's, and just meet that. They probably have a team of. We people, need to get their right? social media people on here. No, they're not owned by. I didn't think so. No. Yeah, Yum. Yum brand. Yum I know brand. is Taco Bell, KFC. Can't remember who else, and they're based out of Lexington. Uh, let's see. Long here. John Silver's. Yeah. I'm trying to see if they had any other ones. I'm just going through. I don't see any other ones. God bless them, though. Very cool. Good for you guys. So, we were saying yesterday, we didn't have all the information, but they're not going to change their name permanently, Doc Thompson. They said they were. They say they weren't now. They're not going to change their name permanently. Oh, you lying. So, they did this for publicity, so now I'm back on this may actually work for them. If they were were going through this whole identity, because they said they were changing permanently. Mm -hmm. Okay, then I don't like the lie. But you got everybody talking about you to let people know you have burgers as well. Mm-hmm. That's a smart move. What do you got? Someone tweeted out, uh, please stay Waffle House. Don't become Burger House. Burger and House. Waffle, Waffle House is like, yeah, no worries here. No worries here. That's cool, <laughs> yeah, though. That's don't worry good. About it. I like that they respond and have fun with all those, whatever. Um, I tried to get the IHOP Twitter name handle because, I mean... If they oh, want it if back, they got, right. they're going to have to come to me and be like, they hey, kept how it, much didn't you they? want? You, how much Did you they keep it? Uh, well, I tried to change it, and it told me the name was too short. So I don't know how they got it. Oh, because Unless probably Twitter doing... just gives it to them. Maybe yeah, because if you, saw, if you go to IHOP, <clears throat> at IHOP, all those followers were moved to IHOP. Oh, okay. So they mm. just transitioned over. Okay, yeah. And, and that's They're one of transitioning? The things... <laughs> <laughs> They've been living as a burger place for a while. <laughs> you have to make sure, before you can do this, you don't just do this overnight. Yeah. You no, say, yeah. hey, I've always identified as a burger place, mm-hmm. you know, um, but I'm ready to tell people now, and I'm going to live as a burger restaurant. You change things here and there. Right, you have like one a, burger, then exactly. you have two burgers, you and do three. You do it slowly, and then when people know you, then you officially... <laughs> Get rid of the pancakes. <laughs> you completely transition. You get rid of the. You, you just go ahead and cut off. the pancakes right mm. off from the menu. Get and rid you, of it clean. You insert so, them buns. Absolutely. So I don't know if this is the coming out part where they're living as a burger restaurant mm. and they will cut the pancakes off at some point. I, I don't know, but uh, they're transitioning, so that's <laughs> nice. By the way, the burgers on the picture looks great. So Chef Matthew challenged me on this. Yes. I, you thought they looked great? I don't yes. think they look great. I think they do. I mean, I don't think they look bad. They, they but looked they good. looked a little too staged to me. Well, mm. yes, and that's what I was and the get. stuff is staged and all that, but you yeah. don't want to look staged. I, I w- that's what I was going to get. They look great. Now the <clears> challenge <throat> is: are they good? are they going to be good? So my question is: Do we go try those burgers? Yes. Oh, of course. And are those international? It just looks like variation of burgers. Oh no, just variations. That's okay. they're not international. What if? <laughs> Here's one with American cheese. Here's one with Swiss cheese. We're international. <laughs> Where does the pepper jack fall in that That's one? Right. Is that the Mexican cheese? Caliente! Caliente! That's right. This I one's think got we should. some jalapenos think, on So, it. should we do it on the show or should we go to them? Mm. Oh, and live. Let me think about Facebook that. Live it? Maybe we Facebook that Live. That way people can see. That would be funny mocking them there. I mean, uh, trying the burgers. That would <laughs> yeah. be. Because we love to eat. Hi, Bob. I mean, hi, Bob. I was thinking, <laughs> how about they just drop the last letter all together? So, I hope. Oh. <gasps> I hope. A whole different thing on the menu. Good one, Doc Thompson. Good one. See? Dude, this one. Yeah. Oh, no, it's onion. All right. Are you up? Are you uh, willing to eat uh, to go to uh, IHOP with us? IHOP? Uh, yeah, my stomach's Of course he is. Right of course he's ready okay, to eat Okay, listen here. Of course. No, 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 no. What are you I talking about? I don't want to hear it. No, I don't want to hear it. I know what you're going to I, I know where you're going. What was I going for? What was I going to say? 
Uh, go ahead. Let me told, hear it. No, no, no. Go ahead. What was he going to say? No, it's fine. I was going to say, of course you are, because you like hanging with the guys. Okay. You're one of the team. Yeah. yeah. What did right. you think I was going to say? No, the exact same thing. I don't think so. Yeah. I, think I think he was he still got a little chip on his shoulder because <laughs> yeah, I does. said something a little earlier. Yeah, you did. You call him fat. <laughs> I did not call him fat. You did. You said, have you put on you something? You did. I, he <laughs> stepped in the doorway and I asked, are you putting on weight? That's me showing concern for my coworkers. And basically called me fat. <gasps> I did not. I asked. I inquired. I didn't call anything. I asked. You could have said, no, I'm not. And I would have said, excellent. Good for you, you're not. But what did I say? I said yes, because I am. So thank you for pointing that out. I appreciate it. And to further help, I want to let you know, we have a, a sponsor on this program called Riduzone that hmm. might be able to help a brother out. Hmm. Have you heard of it? I don't think I have. Can you tell me more about it? Yeah, it's uh, based on something called uh, OEA. It's in your body anyways, but it helps you lose weight naturally. So if you oh. get a concentrated amount, boom, uh-huh. it's going to make you feel fuller and it's going to boost your metabolism. Wow. And uh, you will no longer have people asking you randomly, hey, are you putting on weight? Mm-hmm. You know what they'll probably ask? Hey, are you losing weight? They probably will. Whoa. Yeah, and you know, I can hook a brother up. Really? I can. You know people? Are you sure? I know. You know I, people. I can. I can hook you up because I'm concerned about okay. it, okay? Only if you know the people we've, who made Ridgey Zone. I do. Really? Yeah, and we've okay. got some around here so I can hook you up. All right. Um, <laughs> just go to RidgeyZone.com, okay? Okay. Wait, I thought you said you were hooking me up. I am. I'm hooking you up with the website. Oh, okay. oh, I mean, we got some around on. here, but I'm I'm hooking you up with the website. Oh, okay. okay. See, for somebody like you, if it's too easy, you're not going to do it. Exactly. So if you're not on the hook to, to pay the fee to buy it, you're <laughs> not going to take it seriously. So if you go ahead and commit and you put up a couple of dollars, what's that? I mean, it's nothing. So people no longer ask you if you're gaining weight, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at Chris. Yeah. He knows now, right? He's got that wedding coming up. Yeah. <clears throat> got fit on my dress. He's on the zone. Which, by the way, where's ooh, my ooh, invite? The Let's zone. He's on the zone. Auto zone? No, the Ridgey zone. Oh, yeah, people. Get with it. Because the Ridgey zone's kind of a failed name. Yeah. They need to be flipping their name, mm. right? Rid zone. Bidgey Get rid of the U. Bidgey zone? Rid, <laughs> you can't flip the Z. That All just, I'm saying is you flip the Z, you know, it just becomes a backward Z. I feel bad, you know. Use promo code DOC. You okay. Use it. You get a discount. We'll hook you up right. that way, right? Yeah. Okay. Right? Just for you. That'll be so, just for you. Seriously, right. what's going on? You stressed? Is that what it is? I am. I'm pretty stressed. Are you? Are is you dating? With us? Is that what it is? Uh, Are you dating? I yeah. actually... Mm, oh. Uh, <laughs> Are you... Just new? Huh? Did you just meet her? Yeah. Social media site or I mean a yeah, dating app? social media. She hot? She's pretty cute. She chunky? She's beefed up, isn't she? Here's no. the thing. No. You said she's cute. <clears throat> That says a lot. Yeah, you didn't say what she's do hot. Mean? Does she know where you work? I don't. I find she those the two different categories. Huh? You can't be both. You could be cute and hot. No, I I wouldn't be able to date someone who's like smoking hot. Why, Why not? Intimidated? Yeah. No, not intimidated. Ridu Zone's gonna help you not be intimidated. <laughs> yeah. Really? Seriously? <laughs> I appreciate it. No, I know what you're saying. There's a difference between cute and hot. Yeah, like you look at people and they're like, wow, that's smoking hot. And there are some. My wife was uh, one of of those that I both cute and hot. Was? No, when I met her, I met... Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, Doc Thompson. Doc Thompson. Yeah. Doc Thompson. You said was. I did not mean past tense. I was transporting uh, What did you my, mean? I was transporting myself <laughs> oh, back to the couch. I was you dating. were transporting this yourself to the couch good. and to the doghouse. Is, is, 
is yep. still mm-hmm. yeah. Wow. Digging Thanks, though. You guys could have helped me out on that. No, one. no way. No, you no. Fat That's how it's going to be. This is like a blue moon right now. You <laughs> messed up with your wording. We have to highlight it and write that one. I'm just saying, now you know the gloves are off. Oh, that's fine. When no. they were, they, no. Are you kidding me? They were never on. Yeah, with what you, gloves never were on? on? It's are you club. serious right I'm now? I'm just saying I may have to challenge you guys now when you oh, screw that, up. Oh, what else is new? It's just another <laughs> Tuesday here. About? What are you talking about? Just here I am day. always trying to help you guys, and you guys are attacking me. This oh, is wow. shocking. Wow. Sometimes you wow. figure out who your friends are, you know. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. Good tweet. Stinky said, rid you bone? No, that's something completely different. You're right, Stinky. That's, yeah, uh, that's that, a great point. Thank you very one. much. You don't want Toxic uh, masculinity sleeve number or something or other said, transported himself back in time and to the present day couch and to the dearly departed what is old doghouse. <laughs> yep. Yep. Once Donna tweeted out what I learned today. Gloves it required? That's what I said. When were the gloves on? I have been taking it easy on you. No, you have not. Because of our friendship and my respect for you. Oh, you have I have pulled my me. punches low these many years. Okay. You just called Martin fat. I, don't, I think the Thank gloves you. were off. Uh, Thank you. Excuse me. I showed my concern that he may be unhealthy. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about plausible deniability. It's not even plausible. Deni- it's about deniability. It's having some BS line for deniability. Blah, blah, blah. Love the blah, blah, blah. IHOP is America's tranny fast food joint. Tranny fast food food choice. Hashtag Pride Month. Pride Month. Pride Month. That's what it is. <laughs> Hashtag LGBTI. H-O-B. Hey, I have, uh, do, do you remember the mass shooting last fall in Las Vegas? The last mass murder? Oh, yeah. Uh, what the heck's the guy's name? I blacked it out. Padlock. No, Something that's Padlock. not it. Stephen Paddock. 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 Um, the guy who mass murdered all those people, people from the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Uh, and all the unanswered questions. There are some more unanswered questions and a few maybe answered questions or okay. some more information that will steer us in some interesting directions. We'll cover that in just a couple of minutes. I want to go through it. First of all, I got to say a Patriot mobile. A lot of people have uh, had trouble with their mobile service. In fact, we had somebody <clears throat> mentioning their poor mobile service Tech yesterday. Um, and maybe, today. Maybe check out patriotmobile.com slash doc. It is absolutely worth it for you. Patriot Mobile is a company we've told you about for a while. I can't say enough good things, not just about the company, but about the people that work there. We've gotten an opportunity to know a bunch of the people at Patriot Mobile, and they're just really good people. These are people who really want to do good in the world. They want to help, and they believe in the same things that you and I believe in. They, they believe in those core values, and they offer a great service. They're the only non-conservative mobile company in America today. The only one, or excuse me, the only non-progressive, the only one that's conservative. They're the only one that is not actively working against you. Think about that. Every day, your mobile company is spending the money that you give them on things you don't support. (laughs) 
They have $20 a month data plans. Yeah. Unlimited data plans that start at just $20 a month. That's amazing. That's awesome. I used to pay like 80 something dollars. Yeah, people pay even more than that. Check it out. They have great data plans. They have great deals on phone, like an iPhone uh, 6S right now for just Six. uh, $6 a month. And the J7 Samsung for just $6 a month. Not a Samsung guy, but if you want that, you stick with the iPhone family. That's how I am, too. And those people are a little, they're a little with their weird phones. Thank you. It's they're weird. They're have, you really the, weird. have you tried using one of them? Yes. I oh, can't. it makes no sense. It ma- it's like it's not user friendly at all. It's not. It's like you got to have a degree in the J in the Thank Samsung you. phone. We're going to send you to Samsung's phone school, please. They're horrible. You know it. Admit it. But if you're one of those crazy people, Go Patriot Mobile has you covered as well. PatriotMobile.com slash doc or 1-800-APATRIOT. PatriotMobile.com slash doc or 800-APATRIOT. James in Louisiana tweeting out, wait, IHOP is supporting LGBTQ movement by being a trans burger restaurant? Their yep. personal pronoun is IHOP. <laughs> that is IHOP. <laughs> I did a personal pronoun one yesterday. Uh, Kitty Mojo 50 uh, why should Jedi Master Martin and Chris Cruz cut Doc Thompson any slack? Doc shows no mercy <gasps> when others screw up. I am Thank all you. merciful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. The guy that I mentioned was all rainbowed up. Okay. The other day I put, you're all rainbowed up and you start tweeting about doctoring my anus and blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. I also put at the bottom, I forgot. By the way, my personal pronouns are he and Lord Fancy Boy. <laughs> <laughs> so call me he, he, and I was with Lord Fancy Boy. See? Works really like well, it. though. I like it. Is that okay? Does yeah. that fit me? Oh, it fits you. It it fits as long you. as it's fantastic and fabulous. Coming up next, more on that NASA The murder. Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. There are more unanswered questions, far more unanswered questions about the mass murder at the Mandalay Bay Hotel last October. Far more uh, uh, unlimited unanswered questions and very few answered questions. And now we have some more information i'm not sure if it answers that many more but it could start steering us in some interesting directions now the sheriff the las vegas sheriff joe lombardo has been accused of all kinds of things he has been under fire for not being transparent for uh actually lying people have accused him of that i don't know if he's lied i don't know if he could be more transparent maybe i don't know what's going on there There are so many conspiracy theories and at least enough unanswered questions to support them. So why wouldn't you try to give us more information? If you genuinely don't know this guy's motivations, fine. I don't know why you wouldn't have more working theories, though, that you could share or something. You can remember, what is it, 58 people murdered, hundreds shot, some of them still suffering Uh, debilitating effects still 
<coughs> so why wouldn't you give us more information? Well, the Department of Homeland Security deemed it a terror attack the next day. Did you know that? They called it that, which meant they were it was a national security issue and they were precluded or excluded from giving us any more information. And they put a special agent from the FBI in with the sheriff to kind of handle him what you can and can't say. So although the sheriff was involved, the feds were involved and they limited what he could say. And here we are. What do we know? Virtually nothing. Yeah, I was going to say that. We don't, we don't, all we know is a person shot other people from a hotel. Some people died. Some people survived. Shooter killed himself. Right. That's it. So why haven't they come out and said, guys, we got nothing. We think the guy just went crazy. They won't even say that. Yeah. And then we even have uh, his girlfriend or wife, whatever she was. We talked to her. Yeah. What did she give you guys? Nothing. Yeah, it was, they haven't told us. They haven't told us nothing. Yeah. We got nothing. Well, the uh, there's a website called IntelliHub, and one of the people at IntelliHub, I'm not familiar with them, went through 500 plus 911 calls. Oh, wow. Some of them short, some of them five, whatever minutes long. Went through five over 500 calls from the night of October 1st. From just between 10 p.m., because it happened after 10, just be uh, between 10 p.m. and midnight. Over 500 calls in two hours. Well, there's more calls than that. But they went through just 500 of them on the night of October 1st. And we have a list of what they found. Now, I don't have time to play all of the calls we're going to mention. But see if you could see any themes here. Okay? Some of okay. the oddities. Remember, as I go through and read some of the transcripts, and I'll share some of the audio, that... It was um, a chaotic time. Mm -hmm. Whenever anything like this is going on, people are running. You're going to get a lot of false reports. It's chaos on the street. It's pandemonium. But even within recognizing that it's pandemonium, there's still a lot of things that make me say, why would they have said that? Even though they get false reports because of the chaos, that idea and thought came up a lot. Okay. So first up um, is a call that came in at 1016 shortly after the shooting began. When the 911 operator asked the shooter, uh, a woman in, asked if she, the woman inside saw uh, the shooter inside. Here's what she said. Here's the exchange. This is uh, call number 48 that came in at uh, 1016. Hello, this is Metro Police on the recorded line. We need help. We are in the Route 91 part of the, there's, a, there's people shooting. Okay, where are you hiding? We're hiding under a, under one of the RVs. I don't know what it is. Okay, are you injured at all? No, we're not, but we're okay. What is, okay, what is your name? My name is Lisette. My name is Kenya. We're from Orange County. You're both okay. From California. Okay, Lisette, what's your last name? And what's your friend's name? Kenya. Here it comes. Kenya. Okay, and where are you guys hiding? 
We're hiding under, I think it's like a, one of the bubble holes. Did you see the shooter? Here it is. No, we did not see him. near it and it won't stop. Okay, and you're hiding under where? I flying in an air, in a helicopter. Comes and goes. I don't know, people are leaving. Should we follow them or should we stay? Okay, stay where you feel safe. It's okay. Okay, hold it, hold it. Did you hear the helicopter? helicopter. She reported she thinks the guy was in a helicopter. Mm-hmm. Um, the Las Vegas Metro PD didn't have a helicopter anywhere near the region for another 10 minutes. Hmm. From from the time of the call, mm-hmm. she thought the guy was in a helicopter. Hmm. So she saw a helicopter? Or did she okay. hear a helicopter? He- hear it? Okay, he was shooting from up high, so mm-hmm. maybe she got um, uh, confused. Uh, I guess the rapid fire could sound maybe, maybe like disoriented chaos. Okay, mm-hmm. again, any one of these you look at and you go, oh, disoriented, chaotic. Okay, that's fine. <clears throat> 1033. Uh, 911 take, uh, takes a call and gets the information in the background. You hear someone say, we have three shooters on the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay. Again, mm-hmm. we heard multiple shooters, but yes, we did. chaotic times, right? 1038, call number 197. The 911 operator uh, mentions while talking to somebody, yeah, there's three suspects. Listen. Sunday, October 1, 2017. We can scroll and scroll uh, past all this. Get into the call. Here we go. 911 emergency, Ramos, 15180. This is Metro Police. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, sir. I'm in the Tropicana bathroom. Was there a shooting? Okay. Yes, there has been a shooting. There was an active shooter at the Route 91. So far, all that we know is that the suspects are still outstanding, and there are three of them. That's that's all that we know. We don't know anymore, okay? Hold it right there. Hold it right there. So, all we know is there are three suspects. This is the 911 operator telling people there are three suspects. Now, here's the thing. We all got a lot of misinformation, right? This always happens. Why would the 911 operator be saying there are three suspects? Why would you share that information? Yeah. Especially- we know there is an active shooter. There could be more than one. We don't know, but they're saying it emphatically. And during these 500 plus calls, there are dozens and dozens and dozens of them where the 911 operator says multiple shooters, multiple shooters. We're hearing from police, multiple shooters and people calling in saying there are multiple shooters from places other than the, the Mandalay Bay, possibly even in a helicopter mm-hmm. over and over. Chris, the theme is multiple shooters in multiple places other than the Mandalay Bay. That many people got it wrong. Mm-hmm. The police got it wrong. This is only um, seriously fanning the flames of conspiracies. Yeah. Especially when you look at what they've told us and it seems like they're not telling us something. And guess what would make sense if there were multiple shooters? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting because in it, I was a 911 operator and I never had to deal with something like this. But when we're dealing with, with a situation that when we're trained like that, you know, we have to pass information that were given to us by the people there. So, like, if somebody's for like this, like a, shoot, uh, like a, a mass murder like this, 
you, I'm gathering as much information as I can, passing it to the cops, saying, hey, a lot of people telling me three shooters. There's three shooters. <coughs> so you pass that information, you know, and, and it's really interesting that even h- how can this many people get it so wrong? And if you if you said prior to these phone calls, all right, we know uh, there's so many things we don't know and we don't know motive of why he did this and whatever. What would make sense? They've ruled out a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So you can't even, what would make sense is multiple shooters. That's yeah. one thing that would make some sense of all yeah, this. Yeah, because we don't know information and they, they're trying to probably <clears throat> find the other shooters. Terror they, attack and multiple shooters make sense, yeah. even giving the DHS ruled a terror attack. They've stopped all of this. That would absolutely make sense. Mm-hmm. Okay. But here we go. Over and over again. People mentioned the possibility of shooters other places. Uh, 911 call at 1038 from Hooters. Because <coughs> Hooters, I think, has the casino there, too. Mm-hmm. Mentions a shooter in the lobby of the casino. Whoa. Um, let's see here. A call at uh, 1048. The first floor parking MGM said suspicious people. Middle Eastern uh, on their phone. Uh 10, thir- uh, 10 or 11 o'clock call that says um, there's a shooting at the MGM uh, call at uh, 1110 shooting at the monorail, the Las Vegas monorail. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody was confirmed to have been hit over there. They may have been hit from the Mandalay. I guess that could have been possible. I don't know if that's been confirmed. If nobody was actually shot while on the monorail from that distance, then there's more of that. There's more information, yeah. Uh, also at 1110, a call that says there's uh, a shooting going on at the New York, New York Hotel. Isn't that... In the vicinity? In the vicinity, in the vicinity yeah. yeah. It's that end of the strip. Uh, a call at uh, two minutes later at 1110, a reference to a shooter inside the Tropicana Hotel. Uh, 1131, two calls come in at the same time. One says they're at the Bellagio and shots mm. are fired. Uh, one says, in front of Planet Hollywood, shots are fired. Wow. Uh, a call at 11.32, the first uh, say, saying that a uh, woman staying on the 32nd floor of the Mandalay Bay in room 32.327 reported hearing um, a fire alarm and smoke. Same time, a shooter inside the Paris Casino is reported. Same time, all at 11.32. A hotel guest staying on the 20, uh, 21st floor of the Mandalay Bay tells an operator he hears an explosion and then uh, glass fell past his window. Oh, wow. <clears throat> uh, one minute later, an active shooter reported at the Venetian. At the same time, an active shooter reported at the food court. <clears throat> Uh, Let's see. uh, Active shooter a minute later reported again at the Paris Hotel. Hmm. At the same time, 1133, active shooter reported at the Cosmopolitan Hotel. Wow. Uh, About uh, 10 minutes later at 1143, shots reported at the Mirage Hotel. At that exact moment, calls coming in, shots at the MGM Grand Hotel. At that exact moment, a 911 operator uh, takes a call that a man says that he sees a man dressed in black on the lower roof of the Mandalay Bay skylight. At that exact moment, 1143, shots fired at the Caesars Palace Casino. Hmm. 
One woman even got shot, the caller says. At that exact moment, 1143, we're at the Bellagio. We can hear shooting here. I'm at the Ling Hotel. I don't know what that is. And there's an active shooter at 1143. He came in the front entrance. One minute later, an active shooter at the Flamingo Hotel. I could go on and on like this. Now, yes, there is confusion and chaos. Stephen Haddock did not shoot over the course of three hours. No. Wasn't it six minutes? Yeah, it was. It was I remember they narrowed it down. It was like four minutes or six minutes. Yeah. Very small amount. Because he did a little bit of shooting. Then he shot again. Reloaded. Yes. And then shot again. Right. Because he, And if we remember from the pictures, it was two different angles. So it was, and as we can see, it was two different angles. Right. So he had to switch from one room to the other side of the room. So that was af- just after 10 o'clock. Here it is, an hour and a half later, and people are calling, saying they've witnessed or heard people getting shot in their casino multiple properties away. The Flamingos, nowhere near the Mandalay Bay. It's all the way down the strip. It's about the the, the curve there, the Mm -hmm. bend. Yeah. The other hotels, these are, although it's next door, these properties are very far apart. And they're huge. They're They're huge. They're huge. So there's that many people that have misunderstood an hour and a half later, that many hysterical people that they're hearing somebody opening a champagne bottle and thinking it's, I understand a few of these. Mm -hmm. I understand a few of these during the active shooting. It's confusion. I don't know where it's coming from. Is it my hotel? It's echoing off the buildings. My, I heard from somebody who heard from somebody that Ferris Bueller said somebody got shot at the New York, New York. I get it. Mm -hmm. This many of them. Yeah reporting this many places but by the way it's not just the hotels they reported it uh call number uh 190 uh, no no uh 217 217 man calls and says that he got a call from he's calling from out of town okay somebody called him in town saying there's trouble and they needed him to call 911 listen metro police yates 15960 hi my name is brad i'm calling from the palm springs international airport in palm springs california yes, sir. we got a call from one of our employees who is somewhere in las vegas and we think it might be at an airport she is absolutely hysterical so no, there's shooting going we're, on we're right. aware of where it is it's happening downtown up near the mandalay bay we have officers on scene and help on the way hold it right okay. there hold it right there i'm going to come back to that but pause at a moment it's happening downtown at the Mandalay Bay. Okay. That's not downtown. No. That's at the south end of the strip. Yes. It's not downtown. Okay, so maybe she just misspoke. Mm-hmm. But okay. Mm-hmm. He said, uh, somebody calls him and says she's stuck in a hangar at the airport because there's shots fired there. Listen. She's in a hangar at an airport. And she said that they were, she's, she's seen people getting shot there where she is. She's saying she's at the airport, sir? She says that she's at an airport and they ducked into, broke into a hangar. She thinks it's hangar number six and there is shooting going on where she is. How many minutes ago was this, sir? We just got off the phone again about five minutes ago with her. I've got her cell phone number and her name if you folks want to try and call her what there. What is her name? It's Lori. Okay, hang on. That call came in at 1041. He said about five minutes before, so let's say 1035. Let's go. That yeah. would have been um, a full half hour after the shooting started. Mm. Double check. Look up when the shooting started if you get it. It was just after 10 o'clock. I think it was minutes after, like 10.06, 10.04. So that would have been a half an hour later. Well, remember, 
there were reports that he was shooting at fuel tanks. McCarran Airport is in the distance across from Mandalay Bay Hotel. So across the strip, across other property, the outlying edges of McCarran Airport are out there. And there are some fuel tanks or whatever. We don't know if he was actually shooting them or whatever. So possibly some of those shots would have you know, reached over at the airport. So according to police, 10.05 p.m. is when Pad- Paddock started firing. Okay, so that means 35, uh, 30 minutes later. Exactly. She called them and said, hey, people are at the airport. They're shooting at the airport. Again, terrorists, multiple suspects makes all of this. And then at 1015, that's when the police say that his final shots were fired. 1015. Wow. Uh, 1045, which we're not going to get to the call, but another one of uh, two Middle Eastern gentlemen with backpacks and bulletproof vests walking calmly into the hotel while everybody is running the other way. This is behind Hooters at America's Best Value. Mm -hmm. We we had many calls like that as well. Now, yes, people are hysterical and they are going to go ahead and at times just go ahead and say, brown people, we Mm -hmm. know that. But there were so many calls like this of, of mysterious people being calm with backpacks and bulletproof vests. Of multiple shooters, I showed you how many, reports of shootings at other hotels and shootings other places that you're telling me all of those, over 500 just that they went through, are all just because of chaos. Is it possible? Sure, possible. Is it probable, Chris Cruz? To me, no. No? We still don't know what's going on. And as I've said before, if you don't want us speculating, then give us the damn information. You are listening to the smooth sounds of the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. On the Blaze Radio Network! Collision of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Listen, I'm not trying to fan the flames of conspiracy. I'm trying to understand what's going on. Oh yeah, we, and, and that's one of the things we need information. If not, stuff like this are going to happen. It's right. Happen. I'm trying to figure it out. We need to know what's going on. There's hundreds of people that were shot. And a, a dozens killed. Yeah, and big, Come on. big Poppy saying, oh my, this Vegas stuff is nuts. Please don't stop digging. And the <clears throat> thing about it, too, is like the media just forgot they about did. it. They did. I mean, I wish I had the resources. Oh, this is an course. obvious one yes. that we should be digging. And I'm not given to hysterics or, or conspiracy theories on stuff like this. I'm just as skeptical. I know what they've told us is not 100% accurate, and I know they are keeping pertinent stuff from us. The only thing that I am left with that makes sense is multiple shooters and some sort of conspiracy, whether it was um, a terror plot outside or, or not. It could be just this guy went crazy, but there are too many unanswered questions to just lo- allow that to rest, yeah. to just say, okay, well, that's it. Yeah. C42 to nine, 500 drunk people in Las Vegas confused six minutes with two hours and don't know where they are. Hashtag normal. Okay, I will give you drunk too. I'll add all that up. Mm-hmm. You're right. That's all part of it. But the different hotels, the different places, I could explain away a lot of these individually. I could explain away a lot of these together, but not that many over that amount of time. 
Yeah, speaking, uh, Doc tweeting out, uh, why are you giving us this useless information again? Um, is it useless? I don't think it is useless. I'm sorry if you find it useless. I find it interesting, uh, fascinating, and important. Um, you don't think it's important to know who's at the bottom of this? Okay, fine. That's great. I do. I absolutely do. Got to take a moment to tell you about uh, WaxRx. Great system. Use WaxRx as the website to get your WaxRx system. It's a three-step system that helps clean out all that gunk in your ear safely, effectively, efficiently, without having to go to the doctor's office and waste that trip, that time, and, of course, money as well. It's, it's easy. It's simple. Go to use WaxRx. Order the system. You're going to have it in your bathroom, your cabinet, whatever, to use multiple times, even in the future. So if something happens, you put the ear drops in there, it softens the ear wax, then use a specially designed pump to flush the whole stuff out, and use the pH balance rinse to wrap it all up. Makes your ears feel soft and supple, and you can get it at usewaxrx.com. It's usewaxrx.com. Don't forget the promo code radio to have it shipped to your house absolutely free. It's usewaxrx.com. This is 42 coming out of us and saying TMB has become Alex Jones. Oh, please do not use the AJ. Do not use that. I'm going down it. I've even said this could add up to nothing. I've told you it's uh, people are confused and it's chaotic. It seems sketchy to me. And I am skeptical of what they've told us. How come they haven't told us? Yeah, International House of Zach saying when it comes to conspiracy theories, I will always take the word of people calling 911 from Hooters. <laughs> no, I'm not taking their word again. I'm looking at all of this in total. That something is not right. Uh, do you have any suggestions? What you think it is? By all means, that's not Tom's show at Real Chris Cruz. The morning blaze with Doc Thompson, part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. of common sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Got to get to uh, some calls and tweets real quick. I want to go to Troy in Iowa. He had a comment on the um, the Mandalay Bay mass murder last fall. How are you, sir? Good. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for calling. I, I just want to say real quick that I, too, lived in Las Vegas for, for many, many years, so I know the layout very well. Okay. But the night of the shooting, or uh, in Iowa, would be the morning of the shooting, I got an alert on my phone that a YouTube channel was going live with an active shooter in Las Vegas. So I clicked on it, and it was the YouTube channel of a guy broadcasting the Las Vegas police scanner since he lived in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And I was listening live to calls to the dispatcher of... uh, The dispatcher was saying that there are active shooter reports at... New York, New York, parking garage, Flamingo, downtown. And in a few minutes, you could hear the reports of the officer saying, uh, New York, New York, parking garage, clear, no active shooter. Okay. Flamingo, no active shooter. So I was listening live to <clears throat> a lot of the police dispatchers 
of all the confusion that was going on, because my initial reaction was there is a massive terrorist attack in Las Vegas, sure. but they were all false reports. Um, but there are, I agree, a lot of unanswered questions that we still need. Yeah, I mean, I understand false reports as well. The part that was shocking was the number of them and scattered out over a, a pretty wide distance, pretty far from you know the Mandalay Bay. And then finally, an hour and a half later, I mean, I, I guess you, crazy people, drunk people, whatever. It just seems in in mass pretty questionable. I agree. I was yeah. I was in shock when I was hearing all the reports coming in, and then the dispatcher saying, you know, active report, you know, of a shooter in downtown. I'm like, downtown? Uh-oh. That's Fremont Street. That's right. so far away. Yeah. And Very then confusing. you hear the off the responding officer saying, you know, Fremont Street clear, no active shooter. Troy, that's a great insight. Thanks very much for the call. I really appreciate it. How about this? How about we say, if all of this is explainable, okay, okay, mass confusion, we cleared all those, there's nothing, mm-hmm. Doc. Okay, fine. I'll give you that. Let's not fan the flames of conspiracy theory. Got it. Let's say some of the other problem with the number of shooters was poorly trained dispatchers. Okay. Okay. Some misreports and cops shouldn't have said that or whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Then here's what I need. Okay. I need the feds and I need the sheriff. To have a press conference, a long, lengthy press conference, about five, six hours, and bullet point all of these. Bullet point all of these and what they likely were, and then answer my questions or the questions of some other people. Yeah, and one of the things... And I'm fine with all that. I'm great. And if if the final motive, the big dog question, okay. the motive is, we don't know, the we guy just know. did it. Yeah, He's just some sort of crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And it's funny because all this stuff reminded a lot of people like Rance. Uh, how about the frantic lady pushing to the front of the crowd 30 minutes before the shooting, tell them they were going to die. Now, I remember this story. Dr. Thompson, you don't remember this story. And it was 45 minutes before the concert started. A lady and her male companion were made to leave by security because she was saying, y'all going to effing die. You're she was telling people in the die. crowd that. Yes. And she was made to leave. Okay, and by the way, there's a lot of crazy people in Vegas. Seriously. You walk down the streets, that shiny city in the middle of the desert that, look, money and prostitution and alcohol and whatever, attracts a lot of cray-cray, a lot of homeless there, too. So all of that could be explained away. But again, all of it together says, wait a minute, this is really weird. All right, before we move on um, and get to our next guest, I got to tell you real quick about the uh, M1 Museum that is coming up uh, where you can take a tour this this weekend. Yeah. Friday yeah. through Sunday. Yeah, Friday through and Sunday. And I am actually giving one of the tours. I don't know what you I'm You are giving a tour. I'm giving one of the tours. I don't know what I'm up to. Uh, Wait, is this it? This is it. This is like a booklet. So <laughs> I have to read and know all of this? You, no, you have to know all this by Friday, June 15th. Because, as you know, the studios have Don't been... Don't say trans- June 15th. That makes it sound like it's in the future. It like, really future. far in the future. It it's in like the future. three days away. June 15th, Doc. I want you to be ready. Because, as you know, we transformed the studios. Oh, my gosh. And we are excited to see everybody this weekend at the Rights and Responsibility Museum. This museum is going to be different. Because they have literally taken their time and made it, like... A story. It so looks beautiful what they're putting together. It looks spectacular. There. They've been building it. We've been seeing it in here. And you should definitely come for a tour. And I'm happy to spend time with you and walk <laughs> through. You know what? How about this? We'll discover it together. That's my marketing plan. Is that what it is? We'll discover it together. Uh, 
for the first time. It'll be, I'll walk through it with you the first time. <laughs> I don't know all the facts. I mean, I can tell you some of the stuff. I'm going to training today and tomorrow, so we'll be ready. You're with trannies what? I'm going to training. Oh. People can get t- uh, tickets today. Mercury1.org slash museum2018. Mm-hmm. Mercury1.org slash museum2018. And make sure you buy those tickets where it says Doc Thompson tour. It's on Friday. It'll be exciting. Are I'm you, telling you. I'm, the look on my face when I'm excited, when I see it for the first time, you're going to love it. When I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. It'll be great. You'll love it. Mercury1.org. Jackie, uh, actually, Lauren Green joining us now. Hey, Lauren, how are you? Hi, good. How are you doing? Doing well. Lauren is the author, of, or co-author anyways, Only One Life, How a Woman's Everyday, uh, How a Women's Everyday Shapes an Eternal Legacy. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Doing well. Uh, so you wrote the book with your mom, Jackie. That is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. And just so people have a little bit of biographical information on you, your parents uh, started Hobby Lobby. My grandparents started Hobby Lobby, and then my parents started Museum of the Bible. They're the co-founders. Okay, gotcha. I got the, yeah. the schedule right here. So tell me about <laughs> writing the book, writing a legacy. How, how do you, first of all, how do you uh, become legacy worthy? Yeah, so that's a great question. And I think that a lot of times people think of legacy and they um, may have a kind of grandiose picture in their mind or thinking about passing down money or um, possessions. But mom and I talk about legacy in this book in a way by making it something that every person has a role in shaping their own legacy. And legacy is what, thinking about what is it that's going to live on past our lives. So it's kind of outliving your life. So, it, But it doesn't that, have to, it, it, legacy doesn't mean you're not talking about scale. You're not talking something big. You're just talking something significant that outlasts you. Right. Okay. Exactly. Something significant. So in the book, we talk a lot about eternal legacy. And so when we look at, you know, what are things that are eternal, things that are going to matter in the long run, um, we say that people uh, and then God's word. And so investing in those things can shape a significant uh, inter- eternal legacy. Um, so in the book, Mom and I talk about how women have a great opportunity to shape their own legacy, and can we share 36 different stories of women who have shaped their legacy. Some of them are women that might be recognizable, like Queen Elizabeth, and then some are names that people would not, have probably not have heard of, uh, like Elizabeth Ann Everest. And so we have these kind of 36 mini biographies highlighting 12 different character traits. Um, highlighting women from the Bible, women from history, and women today that have shaped the legacy. But I like the concept of this. I just like the idea of people thinking in terms of legacy. We'll often think that when we think our children, we think, you know, those are my legacy, whatever. We'll think about it like I mentioned in grand scale. Well, I'll go out and start, uh, you know, some huge organization, and that's fine if you do. But one of the things I focused on recently is the small one-on-one legacies you can create by just yeah. doing the right thing and helping one person we we think we don't think that kids in school and high school and college are like i'm going to change the world well lauren you can do great change in the world by just helping one person that's right you can change their world and and we, we love that exactly what you just said you can't every person can do that every person can invest in one person um, and that's how, I mean, that's how we look at Jesus's life. Jesus invested in 12 people really deeply. And then he, that left an incredible impact in our world. And, and so in the women that we highlight in this book, um, one of them is my great-grandmother, Marie Green. She's kind of the legacy hero in my family, the Green family. 
Um, people might think that it would be my grandfather, Jamie Green, founder of Hobby Lobby, but really we looked to Marie Green. She was a pastor's wife. She raised six kids. She never um, stood on large stages or did anything that the world would say was significant. But in our family, she made a significant faith legacy, and she taught my grandpa um, how to have a strong prayer legacy and have generosity and hard work ethic, and that's what is still living on today. That's still influencing my grandfather and, in turn, my parents and, and my life today. That's a, empower, that's a powerful legacy. Well, it is. And, I mean, obviously the topic of women is very political now. There's all kinds of movements and the Me Too and all of this stuff, which we talk about quite a bit on this show. And, we, Lauren, we joke on this program a lot, and we use satire. And it's funny because from a lot of people politically on social media that would uh, see some of the things I tweet or whatever and misunderstand what this program is, they don't realize that in my life, I had a lot of very strong women growing up. I mean, I don't know the difference or grew up, didn't know the difference between a woman could or couldn't do any job in the world. My mom was a was a factory manager um, in the 1970s. I mean, she ran an entire factory of hundreds of people. And I mean, this, these are just the people I was around. I mean, nobody messed with my mom. I mean, she just, she ruled the roost, you know? So in my mind, I didn't know that people even questioned whether or not women could be strong and do. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I feel like the same thing about these women were that, that we write about. Their stories are amazing. I mean, they did incredible things. Some of them uh, did lead large groups of people and some of them, raised world leaders. Um, Elizabeth mm-hmm. Ann Everest is someone that we write about, and she raised Winston Churchill, and so he really credits a lot of his faith and conviction to her. Um, so she, her legacy is being felt around the world. But that's the wonderful thing is that there are so many different examples of how that can look. You know, women do have incredible influence and strength, and they can change the world, and that's what we highlight in these stories. And so it brought a lot of encouragement to my mom and I as we were researching them, and we hope that it does that for others as well, just to give a positive perspective to show that women are incredible and are able to really make a difference. And so that's what we hope people gain from this book. You know, as you were saying that, Donna, me too, we are all, one way or another, the results of we are somebody's legacy. Somebody That's raised right. us, somebody influenced our life, good or bad, right? I mean, we are the results. We are their legacies. Yes, that's true. And my my mom and I have talked about this and just how, you know, because we do each have a legacy, it will be either for good or for bad. And so how can we be about going about our day, investing in things that are good? And that's a daily thing. So whenever we think about legacy, it's not that you want, you know, one day wake up and decide, okay, today I'm going to have a significant legacy and just shape it today. But the legacy is built by the small mundane things of life and it's built over time. So whenever we look back on the state of our life, we can see the type of legacy we've built by every day of how we live our faith. So um, that's, that's what's really great about the opportunity that each of us has is that we can look at how am I living today in light of the fact that I want to shape a long-term legacy. And then that can impact the way that we live each day. So for the mom that has just trying to keep up with the kids, you know, it's change, changing the diapers and, and doing that for the glory of God and loving, loving on those kids, knowing that that is a part of her legacy is raising them. And, you know, for the working women, it's, you know, doing the best that you can, being the best that you can at your job and caring for the others in the office. And um, it's investing in people and, and showing others you care. 
that shapes a really powerful legacy. How did how did what was your contribution to the concept of legacy? Because usually when people start talking legacies, you're a little later in life. You start talking, okay, <laughs> I've gotten beyond all the fun stuff. Now, what is my significance in this world? Yeah, well. I am grateful that I grew up in a family where my grandparents and then my parents' generation as well, we, they were all talking about legacy together. So I remember my, my parents and the grandparents kind of um, talking to me and my siblings and my cousins and saying, you know, we want to shape a family legacy and talk about this often so that it'll pass on. So we actually crafted a family vision, mission, and values. Um, and so that, that kind of gave me a great chance to be thinking about these things and and to have a perspective from them talking about it. And I'm so grateful for that. And every year my family gathers for a specific family celebration and all of us are there and we talk about the vision, mission, and values of our family. Again, just to kind of put them at the forefront of our heads and, and be reminding each other of this is what we really care about. So because of that, I've had a great opportunity to have this perspective about um, thinking about legacy and what my life is shaping and wanting to invest in the things that really matter. Um, But, you know, you don't have to have come from that environment to be thinking about legacy and to really gain perspective and consider the way that your life, what your life will be said about your life when you um, pass on. So. That's what's nice is that it, it, it is open to everyone, but I am grateful for the, the great family history that I came from and that they were talking about legacy. Well, Lauren, we appreciate you sharing your story with us. And what we'll do is we'll tweet out and post on social media a link so people can find the book. It's Only One Life, How a, How a Woman's Every Day Shapes an Eternal Legacy. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. Okay, have a great day. Uh, the way it's worded is a little cumbersome for me. How a Woman's Every Day I needed like my own punctuation there. Shapes an eternal legacy. I do love that concept of legacy, though. I know you've been big about this for the last three months. I don't know what happened in your life. I don't know either. It might be age. You just get to a point. I think some people start thinking about that. But it was. But here's the thing. It's and I'm not even thinking about it as much uh, personally. I mean, that gets you get to a point. You start thinking, okay, what was my reason for being here, right? (laughs) But just in general, I love the idea. Of those small things meaning so much. Almost the butterfly effect. Okay. Everyone knows the butterfly effect, you know. We think in too grand of terms quite often. We do. You're 18. I'm going to change the world, so I'm going to march with Alyssa Milano and that hog kid. Stop. Shut up. Stop. Look at what else you've done Mm -hmm. today. Yeah. And yesterday, you spent the last three weeks being an a-hole to people. Yeah. You've kicked them in the teeth on social media. You've done all this horrible stuff, but now you're going to stand up and march and say no to guns. Even if you think that is changing the world in a good way, which it's not. Mm-hmm. What else have you done? I tell you, those small, subtle things matter so much. The moment, I don't know if you've ever had the moment in your life where, and maybe it happens a couple times over people's lives, you're having a particularly difficult time and somebody does something very small. Maybe it's just a kind word, but it seems very sincere. Okay. Maybe somebody holds the door for you or something that happens all the time. But at that moment in your life, there's a connection that the person really was being true and genuine and kind to you. And because you were so low, them doing that small thing 
gives you that little inspiration to just keep going. I've had those moments in my life. Told I was going through a divorce and a particularly hard time in my life. And I walked into work and I was getting kicked in the teeth again. It was bad day after bad day followed by a worse day. And I was walking through going, I just don't know how much more I can take of this. I'm, I was like, I think I'm going to just leave today. Like, not, not just leave. I didn't even know where I was going. And about 10 minutes later, I'm walking through the office. A former intern that I hadn't seen in about eight months comes up. She was back at the station visiting, seeing somebody. And she ran up. She was with some friends. She's giving them a little tour. And she ran up. And she goes, oh, my gosh, Doc. I haven't seen you forever. How are you? And I go, oh, you know, okay. And she gave me a big hug. And she turns to her friends and she goes, I don't even remember exactly what she said. Something very kind about me to them, helping her and always helping people and whatever. And the sincerity of what she said and recognizing that I was, had always helped her was overwhelming. That I, I almost started tearing up. I was like, okay, thanks. And it, it got me through. Subtle. She doesn't even know. Just a casual thing that you would have said. Somebody, hey, I haven't seen you in a while. It's such a good guy. And- a smile can go big way. Oh, when you're having a bad day that and the one- cashier truly goes, hey, have a good day. And a somehow sincere. there's that connection. Oh. Those are the legacies. Those yeah. are the things every day. And when we focus on them, yep. you focus on being that, everything gets a little bit better. All right, get a quick break. Come back with more on this, The Morning Blaze. The Morning Blaze. We're kind of like the real news, except honest and factual. Huh, what a concept. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson, only on the Blaze Radio Network. I get the tweets in with the hashtag what I learned today. It's at Doc Thompson Show at Real Chris Cruz. TACPAC is waiting for you to sign up. T-A-C-P-A-C-K dot com. TAC is in tactical. PAC is in package. It's TACPAC.com. July is shaping up nicely. The TACPAC package for July. Is it going to be quite as big value-wise as June? June was over $200. This is going to be roughly a little over $130 value. Mm -hmm. But they've got something in there that has never been seen before. Yes. It's a never, never been seen, had, witnessed, purchased blade from SOG Tactical. Hands down, this is the best range kit they've ever tested. Yeah, because the one that we got was uh, <coughs> two boxes ago. So Which is nice. This, you know, and knives, their knives are legit. Those, that's awesome. This yeah. is a legit knife. So the next one, Doc Thompson. Can I have? You could have. The one that's never been never seen. Never been seen. Ooh, I'm you so can excited. Have. You can have that, that one. That is so exciting. I'm serious. It's so stupid, too. It is. I and just, it's so exciting. You know what's exciting. funny? Because one of the things we all say, is this is like Christmas for all, any gun-loving guy. It's Christmas. And some of the ladies. Yeah. But with you, when I, when I give you those tactical gloves, you, you feel special. I do. I got something pretty. <laughs> I do. I bought those myself tactical, something pretty. Those tactical gloves. What it is, TacPack sends you a box out every month. The value is always over $100, but the cost is only forty nine ninety five, And it's tactical stuff. A lot of it has to do with guns. There's some knives, but other stuff that you would wear when shooting like gloves, whatever. Always awesome. Always something new. The boxes are always the same. And... 
you could stop any time. So when you sign up for them to send the box out, if you want it for one month, fine. You want it for three, fine. You're not on the hook for months and months no. and you get in, you're like, oh, this sucks or whatever. I don't like it. Which is something or, we will do. Oh, we'd absolutely do it. We'd make you get on for multiple months. Or you're like, hey, listen, I'm a little down on my luck. I don't have as much money this month. No problem. No problem. Plus, they have other cool stuff. Go to TACPAC.com. TACPAC.com. Sign up now for the July pack. TACPAC.com. I cannot say enough things, good things about this. Um, you're going to love it. You are going to be so happy when you get it. Oh, it's yeah. going to be like the intern, I said. It's going to be one of those subtle things that just makes your day. Yeah. And by the way, by the way, I'm sorry. You, the whole intern thing, I cannot focus on you, sir. I know you got old teary there. It was. It was a very nice moment. But was she hot? What? Was she hot? Like, yeah, she Dude, said some. Nice she story. said some things about you that like you a, like to help people. But you know that we always lead if she's hot or not. Yeah, she was hot. She <laughs> was, was hot. No one you got all no. teary. No, it was not. You got that. all teary. It was you're like, nice. It was nice. She was oh, a nice Stephanie, girl. Stephanie looked so hot that day. She was a very nice girl. That no, I would have felt the same way if she had was had she a, a dress club wore? foot. Was she a dress wore or jean wore? Uh, I'm trying to remember. It's been a long time ago. I think both. Okay. Okay. But it was tight. Everything was tight. Everything was tight. Tight. And somebody who should be wearing tight. Oh. Wearing the tight clothing. Mm. Yeah, that's that's mm. good. Mm. So, mm. But listen, I would have been just as moved. It would have meant just as much sentimentally to me if she had had a club foot and a cleft palate. If it was Petunia, would you be like that happy? If she, if it was Trigley, well, maybe not Trigley. Uh, I would have been just as moved by, moved by the sentiment. Mooch. Okay. Got it. Say it like that, yeah, okay? Does okay. that feel better? I feel better. Oh, by the way, Seattle may be done. What happened? Seattle may pull the head tax after Amazon oh. and Starbucks say no. Remember, they were going to tax yeah. each and every person in the yeah. city. It was going to end up uh, $275 for, annually per employee. Was it for Amazon? It was for everybody. Well, it you had to be some, a certain size. Yeah. So Amazon and Starbucks would have fallen into this, mm. and it would have raised the city $50 million a year, and by that, just taking it from the people. Just taking it. Amazon and Starbucks would have just had to pass the expense on to me yeah. and you. And yeah. by the way, not just there. No, around the world. They wouldn't have just said, okay, we're going to have to make $50 million extra here in the city. Everybody, if you're in Walla Walla, Washington, or in Parma, Ohio, or in Sarasota, Florida, it would have been an extra four cents on every uh, Amazon item or a $2 coffee or whatever it was. So it looks like Seattle is reconsidering. No. Huh. I wonder why the change of mind. And interesting that uh, these two progressive companies in Starbucks and Amazon weren't happy to go ahead and spend that money. Hmm. Why wouldn't you just go ahead? Doesn't the city need more money it's to help for people? The people? Yes, exactly. Interesting. That makes them, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It's um, Hippos? Hypocrite. That's oh, the one. Yeah, hypocrites. That's the one. It's right in uh. there. So, interesting. The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network. Sense and comedy. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. What do you say? That's a good picture of you. I really like that picture of you. The one you showed on the TV there? Yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate I'll tweet that. it out because I really like that picture. You look so peaceful and calm. What were you thinking? Do you remember? Um, hot interns. 
I think that maybe. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, that's, that's not a hot intern look, though. That's like mm, pizza look. No, that's mm. a I'm uh, how can I I'm going to hook up with that hot intern look. See? Really? That's see, your see, hot look intern at, look? Well, look at it. I'm like, see, but see, you, you don't that, think I have a little going? But you make that same face when you see food. Yeah. Desirable things. Oh, OK. I really like that picture of you. That's I make that same look when you get ready to open the tack pack. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Okay, speaking of tactical gear. Oh, we have to talk about this. The flamethrower, the Elon Musk flamethrower. And then for the people who don't know what the flamethrower was. The whole story, again, I have a love-hate relationship with Elon Musk. Yeah. He does a lot of things that ticks me off when it comes to government, and he's not true to some of those... Uh, uh, libertarian type values, mm-hmm. but he does some things that are really cool that do. And he's such a good marketer when it comes to this mm-hmm. stuff. So he joked around about a flamethrower that he would sell one, then sold a flamethrower online. Well, hold on. Sold not a flamethrower Throw, because sold. he cannot sell flamethrowers. What did he sell? Not a flamethrower. Oh, that's, that's because right. that's the way that he had to get around <laughs> selling flamethrowers. Right, right. So the, these are not a uh, flamethrowers. Flamethrowers. And he sold a limited number, but raised millions of dollars oh, for his company. So it was smart. just really, he's using his brand to do this. Which and it's is just so really good. clever. Well, now, as it turns out, and who would have thunk this, <laughs> that people are misusing those not a flamethrowers. No. I know. The average person walking around with a flame, not a flamethrower, have been misusing them. No. Yep. And there's a bunch of stuff online. People making videos of lighting their fire with them, lighting candles with them. Well, how else would you start a fire? Roasting marshmallows with them. I love them. the one in the grill, the guy in the grill. You know, oh. what he's, you know what he's doing there? You know what that is? That's uh, that's creme brulee. Yes, yes. He's crystallizing the sugar on the top of the creme brulee with not a flamethrower. <laughs> I love and the, the nice thing when you use not a flamethrower, you can have like 10 creme brulees out there and you just oh, go yeah. across just, there. Just get all. I just love how um, this were the first 1,000 not a flamethrowers that were released. And some states are saying they're illegal. Why? They're not a flamethrower. Thank you. What are they're not getting it? They're not getting it. They're just a a candle lighter. Yes. It's just a much bigger one. And by the way, those people that uh, um, got the not flamethrower, they also got their uh, not a fire extinguisher. For the flamethrower. Oh, that's nice then. That's nice. Yeah, they had to buy that separately too. <laughs> of course they did. It's Elon Musk. What is that? Uh, was his face on it? <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, do you remember the price point for the not a flamethrower? No, I do not. I can't. Uh, we really now I feel bad we didn't get one. Oh. I think it was. I think Were it was they sold out by the time we heard yes. about it? Oh, five hundred dollars for flamethrower. I'm in. For a flamethrower or not a flamethrower? Not a flamethrower, sorry. Hmm. Five hundred bucks. You know what would be really good? To use the not a flamethrowers to cook other stuff. Steak? You could do steak. You just Chicken. char it up there, whatever. <gasps> rice. Minnesota mm. wild Minnestalgia rice. wild rice is what I'm thinking. With a little bit of that. If oh. you have not a flamethrower, go to blazewildrice.com. It's in the name, Blaze Wild Rice. It's just uh, open to it, right? Yeah. yeah. Just begging to be not a flamethrowered. Yeah. And that is not a rice. BlazeWildRice.com, where you can get the grilling sampler packs on sale right now. It's grilling season. And what can you grill with? Not a flamethrower. Flame it's a perfect marriage. The products at BlazeWildRice.com. You get the grilling sampler packs, the not a flamethrower. Here's the thing. Even if you don't have not a flamethrower, even if you don't have a flamethrower, 
you can still go ahead to blazewildrice.com and try the wonderful edible memories from the Northwoods of Minnesota that is Minostalgia Wild Rice. It starts with that wild rice that's almost a complete protein all by itself. Really healthy from your family, but the reason you want to buy it is it tastes great. And then you get the jellies and the jams and the syrups. If you get the grill and sampler pack, it even includes some of the beer jellies that are awesome. You're going to love these. Cook with them. Eat them as a little snack. Your guests, as they come over this summer, will not believe. When you tell them, they'll go, what? And they'll try to go oh my gosh this is great they'll say that you hired a a company to cook for you guys of course they will and when you put that stuff out there it's something interesting at your party it's not the same old blah blah at your party it's new blah blah think about a pork chop cooked with a beer oh my gosh that's awesome. We got to try. Have you tried that? With yeah, the pork? That's, what I that's what I made. I made pork chops <sighs> with beer. Wow, that's great. And the best thing about the sampler packs, it comes with recipes. They all come with recipes. So just go to blazewildrice.com. If you wanted the grill and sampler pack with a discount, use the promo code BEER10. It's blazewildrice.com. Before we move on, I want to say this comment because yeah. it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. They go, what possible reason is there for this product to be made available for customers? The not a flamethrower? Not a flamethrowers. For a product such as this to be available for purchase is wrong and very unsafe. Someone will get hurt. Yes, they will. Good. Yes, from people people who want to poke lava, yes, people will get hurt. That is a staunch libertarian, let me say. Why is it available? Because it can be. Am I being detained? Right, this is what I'm saying. Because it can be. And if people are going to get hurt, that's on them. And by that, I mean it's on me. This is America. Right. If I'm stupid enough to get not a flamethrower and use it as a flamethrower and I hurt myself, I take full responsibility for it. The entrepreneurial spirit is to dream and to do. We are... Building America. Joining us now, Ryan Bailey, CEO of GentSense.com. How are you, sir? Hey, doing well. How are you guys? Doing well. Thanks for uh, coming on and uh, telling us about your company. So, GentSense, I'm guessing, is that like gentlemen's or gentle? Exactly. Yep. Yep. We are the premier line of uh, air fresheners for men. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Okay, yeah, really excited about it. the premier line of, of gentleman sense <laughs> for men's. I didn't realize there was a lot of lines, but I love you owning it. Yeah, hey, hey, thanks. <laughs> and here's the thing, Dr. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I want you to smell this gent sense smell. Now, normally, if Chris is. would hand me something and say, smell this, I would not do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ooh, no, I don't blame nice. you. I don't blame you. Holy moly. Isn't that awesome? What now? What is this? Pro- this is not your typical air freshener. No, it this is not. So okay, uh, when I saw air freshener, I was a little yes. skeptical. But Ryan, tell us about is, your product because this is it's, wood. It's a wood, and it has a scent on it, like the oil scent on it. Yeah. So let me give you a little backstory. So we we came up with the idea um, about five years ago. We started kicking around this idea of um, I got a new car, and I was I was looking for something to you know make my car smell good. You know, we wanted to all you, it looks good, so I want to make it smell good. And there wasn't really anything on the market that was, um, you know, aesthetically pleasing. <laughs> they were all little tacky trees, right? Um, <laughs> well, so uh, wait, like, wait a minute. There's a little crown too. Yeah, there, there are crowns. <laughs> little dices. <laughs> those, those two. Those two. Or there's those little those little discs that are really plastic looking yeah. and tacky. Stick and, them in the vent. And doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So. Um, I was like, okay, what, what would, what would be cool to kind of match this aesthetic? So, um, I, I 
uh, worked with one of my buddies, um, Christian Thrapp, and we kind of started ideating on this, and um, we were like, well, let's, let's take, like, aromatic cedar and let's soak it in oils and see if this works. And so we tested it out for, you know, I mean, part of it was just like a side project for a couple of years, and we just started uh, testing things out and um, perfecting it. And then, uh, yeah. We made this product, and we're it, really, really excited about it. It works great. So the way, the, 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 at least the one I have, and I don't know if you have different models, um, it's a it's a nice um, logoed uh, small block of wood. It's thin. I block almost makes it sound too big. It's like maybe a thick credit card, about the size yep. of a credit card, maybe a couple uh, credit cards. Or thick. wallet. Or wallet, yeah. And then it has yep. a metal, which I love because this is wood and metal. This is manly. Uh, a metal loop. Um, that you can hang on things. It's used as the the clip. hook, so to speak, the right? Clip, yeah, the clip. Yep. So we has so it has a little clip that just uh, we call it our visor clip. Okay. And it just clips right onto your visor, um, and then you just get a new magnetic piece of wood every month and uh, swap them out, and, and making your car or, or another space smell great. A lot of people actually they'll stick them on their desk at their office too. It works pretty well just as like a little stand on their desk. So. I got, I'm going to be honest with you. We, we talked to a lot of different people. When I saw, you know, air fresheners for men or whatever, I was like, okay, you could probably make some money off it and do well. But I was a little skeptical. I see the quality of it. And Ryan, I'm impressed. It's pretty cool. It's pretty legit, man. Hey, thanks. You did nice with yeah, it. That's, yeah. <laughs> appreciate I, that. Yeah. It's, it's been, we've had a pretty good reaction so far. Um, but we, yeah, it's been really, really fun. And man, we're just, uh, we're excited to be be doing as well as we have. So now here's what I'm going to do. I'm I'm hanging this. You hear that? I'm hanging it on the microphone right now, and I'm going to leave it here. We'll see if it makes through when uh, Pat Gray's on today. <laughs> Pat's going to be like, "What is this?" It. And I'm just be like, "Pat, smell, smell, oh, just smell, Pat, smell." Uh, really nice job. Um, so, how long have you guys been around? First of all, yeah. So I had the idea about five years ago, like I said, and then um, we we started messing around with the with essential oils, trying to figure out the right mix of scents, and yeah. We've kind of turned ourselves into, you know, self-pronounced uh, scent chemists. <laughs> and, uh, um, so we, we kind of really jumped in, um, you know, about a year and a half ago. We did a small Kickstarter just to kind of test pricing. Okay. Um, the idea was not necessarily to, to build up a bunch of funds, but um, just to see if, if the market was there. And um, we did that and did, did okay. And then, um, yeah, so for the last year, we've kind of been taking off, so... Um, I mean, the exciting part from like an entrepreneurial side, um, my business partner jumped in full time, quit his job, wow. um, like two months ago. And then, um, I actually, my first day is Monday. So I quit my job and wow. all I know on this. So it's actually really, really fun. So, so are you in, have that. you gotten in any stores yet? Um, we haven't done retail. It's a little bit hard with the sense. Um, it's really and, and one, one big part yeah. of this is, um, you know, w- one thing we've, we've kind of focused on was when, when we first started doing research into, uh, air fresheners they're kind of, they're kind of gnarly. <laughs> like, um, those little, I mean, I don't want to, I don't need a cease and desist coming, but those little trees are, uh, <laughs> full of, uh, stuff. um, you know, we're not super hippies, but we, we definitely don't want to be like stuck in our, our little aluminum boxes gotcha. with, uh, all these chemicals. So we, we work really hard to make sure that there's, you know, there's, they're a cleaner option. So we're, we're working to kind of do these, um, uh, just dig into what's in our sense and make sure that there's there's stuff that we want to be gotcha. Like I said, locked up for hours on end in our in our little box going from <laughs> to work from home or whatever. So, um, so that was one part of it. And then, um, yeah. 
So and that makes a lot of sense. I understand what you're saying with that, too. Uh, getting in businesses uh, from an entrepreneurial standpoint is uh, to stores is really difficult. Oh, yeah. It's a long process. Uh, most businesses, the bigger they are, the, the storefronts like that, uh, you got to jump through a bunch of different hoops. They want to know about your manufacturing. They want to know all this stuff, your finances. It's really yeah. difficult to get into. Um, but that's one of the nice things in today's world about being an entrepreneur because you can do a lot of it online. Yep. Yep. And that's what we've done for the most part. We, we have our little website, um, and, and we've been selling through there. You know, we've, we've done a little bit of retail where we do drop shipping and stuff like that. But, um, uh, like I said, the, the reason we don't do it is just to use chemicals to extend the scent is how we'd have to do it probably. And, and we just don't want to do that. I got you. That makes sense. And I appreciate your guys' uh, your model too. You find uh, something that you're passionate about and the way you want to do it. Now, is it gluten-free? <laughs> we actually have that on the site. My wife's celiac, so yeah, it's gluten free. <laughs> <laughs> okay, very. That's what I was wondering. We got, we got a couple of funny things on the site. Yeah, it's, it's, we we call it you know grass fed, open range, gluten free, whatever. It's awesome. <laughs> I like you guys are having whatever. fun with it too, because you know what? That's going to get you guys through. You get those, you know, in a business, you got up days and down days, and those down days when you and your your buddy are arguing because it's not going well. That's going to keep you yeah. through. That's going to get you through. Yeah. All right. For what sure. I'm going to do is like, I'm going to tweet out a hard. link to Gent sense.com it's gent like gentlemen and sense like it smells gensense.com and uh, hopefully people will go there and pick some up what um what advice do you give people to they're considering starting a business you know i think the biggest thing to me and you know it's it's cliche or whatever but it's it's like these ideas are nothing until you like just hop in and do it um and i think part of it for me was um, get some accountability get somebody else in there with you you know mm-hmm. um until i kind of brought a partner on it was it was just me and i wasn't doing anything with it but um you know getting someone else excited about it it's like going to the gym if you got somebody else waking up at 5 a.m to go to the gym with you you're like you're gonna go you know that's a so great point I, I think that's the biggest piece of advice to me and then and then just you know ignore the ignore the naysayers and hop in and just i mean if you can just do it go full time do we got to do? And I think, I think nowadays it's pretty low risk to try something on your own. You know, um, usually, usually you can find a fallback. So that's a great, great point. You're right. Yeah. There's so many more opportunities. Um, if you fail to, to pull yourself out and do other stuff, that's a great point. Yep. All right, Ryan, uh, com. I'm going to go ahead and uh, tweet out a link to this. Hopefully you'll continue to do well. Let us know how we can help you in the future. Okay. Hey, yeah, for sure. Hey, real quick. We, yep. uh, we're doing a father's day promo right now. So, okay. Um, if you're looking for something for dad, uh, we, we're doing a six month membership for, for the price of five. So you get a, a month free. So hop on there and uh, just click to gifts and you can uh, check that out. So that's a great idea, too. And I like the idea with the subscription because you said you don't use a lot of chemicals that it's, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's not lasting for, you know, a, a year on end that they'll send them out regular. Yep. Great plan. Jensense.com. Yep. Thanks, Ryan. Appreciate it, buddy. Hey, hey thanks. Have a good one, guys. See you. He made a really good point about, and he's one of the first people that have, I think, in all of our Building Americas, have touched on that accountability thing. Okay. That when you're working with other people, there is an accountability. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Especially if you have people um, that quit their jobs and take this take that adventure and that leap of faith with you. It's Ooh. like, right, exactly. Oh, I mean, well, he used the gym. There's an example. Okay, Chris, we're going to go to the gym every day. Yeah. It's easy for me to go, I'm just not going to go today, rather than, oh, Chris, I'm not. I feel guilty telling you, you know, and if you're holding each other accountable oh, and in a good way, mm-hmm. see, that's something we do not do. No, we focus on the uh, shockingly, the hypocrisy is don't judge me. That's one of the main themes or outright things you see posted on social media of young people. Stop judging. No judging. Don't judge me. All of this. Right. All of this. 
um, LGBTQ, trans, whatever, 182 genders. All of this stuff is for validation. So don't judge me. All of that is. And what we should be doing is judging each other. We should absolutely be judging each other. Mm-hmm. Not on our looks, on things we can't control, our race, our gender, on our actions, on how we live. And not even in a judgmental, like, you're an evil person. I'm going to, Chris, you're my buddy. Maybe we shouldn't do this. Maybe we should do this, right? So imagine in business like that, right? That level of accountability. I know working with Chef Patrick on his Spoonie project, which, by the way, a couple of people yeah, tweeted you, me. They're like, you guys it was this week. Up. You guys messed up. And I was like, guys, it's coming. We had a couple of tech issues by <laughs> the first of the month. They're back up and going. We're just, in fact, we're beta testing now. In fact, I wouldn't tell people. uh, Patrick's on with us tomorrow, Mm -hmm. and we'll get an update on it. But beta testing's going on. The audience can't hear it, but the audio's out there. It's streaming. It's just going through the beta test process. It's a long, slow process on this stuff, and he wants to make sure it's done right. So, but the accountability, where it's like, yeah, I'll do that. I got to get that done. I told him I'd have it done by today. Lot of, lot of effort, lot of meetings. So. If you are a business and you'd like to be featured on our Building America segment, go to building, uh, it's, uh, buildingamericaattheblaze.com. Buildingamericaattheblaze.com. We've done this for years just to help people out. Buildingamericaattheblaze.com. Plus, it's good products and cool products. Yeah, try This is honest. I mean, we'll give you this honest answer about some of this stuff. I was really skeptical. I've been using it. By the way, I'm a member. I've been using them. I like this. This is really cool. I like that it's wood and it's metal. They did it right for what it is. I'm not a, an air freshener in the car guy. Oh, I am. Yeah, oh, I know. Oh. I've been in your car. Uh, I, I know. Must. I've been in there. By but the way, use those. I have two of them. One this, in each visor. This is going to be nice. That stupid thing you plugged into your vent. <laughs> you had that square thing <laughs> that was like. It's so true. I had those. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Plantain scent or whatever that was. Hey, go to itargetpro.com. This is another great company that has a, uh, a product for you that is going to help change your life if you're a regular shooter. You dry fire at home. You go to the range. The problem with dry firing is you can't see where the bullet would have gone. I mean, yeah, you get practice in the mechanics, but not in the aiming, and you don't know. iTarget Pro works with a proprietary app that you put on your phone. So you buy the system, you get the app, and you get the little laser bullet or laser round. You put it in the chamber, you fire. It pulsates a laser. Now, the whole thing doesn't fire out. It stays in the round. The round stays in the chamber. You use it over and over again. It just puts that little laser pulse out there. And the proprietary app sees where you hit on the target. So you can use it anywhere. You got your phone. you You got your gun and round. Use it anywhere. You'll see where you're hitting. So you can maximize your tactical advantages at home, in your bedroom, places where you're worried about protecting yourself, right? iTargetPro.com. Yes, it works. Yes, it's inexpensive. You'll pay for it in what would have been probably one trip to the range. iTargetPro.com. Retails for around, I think, 89 bucks. If you use the promo code DOC, they're going to give you 10% off. iTargetPro.com. Speak your mind. 888-900-3393. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. With Doc Thompson. All 
righty, that is it, ladies and gentlemen, the end of the Morning Blaze. But before we go, as always, let's find out what we learned today. We learned that if you're all rainbowed up on Twitter, don't be offended when somebody mentions they're straight. You better not. We learned that apparently enough time has officially passed that it's okay for Brian Williams to mock people for lying. Enough time not, not that one, honey. We not learned the that biggest one. winner in the IHOB change, Wendy's. Wendy's, well done. And finally, we learned Kim Jong-un travels with his own toilet and people to rape. So, Ouch. Well, am I wrong? Did not see me that one coming. Chris Cruz, what, if anything, did you learn today? I'm no longer the fatty McFatty face. Yes, I'm looking at you, motor guy. It's a cry for help, Chris. Yes, it is. And cheeseburgers. And did you guys know that Doc's mother was a factory manager, just like John Kasich's father was a mailman? Oh, don't, don't, no. No, yes. do not do that to and me. And they're both from Ohio, so I guess it's Ohio yeah, well, thing. John, he is not from Ohio. He's from Pennsylvania. He just happens was to be the governor of Ohio. a factory manager? Yes. Was John Kasich's father a mailman? Yes. Do what you is that two a- bring that up? Every time we I talk about I brought it up like oh twice on Doc the air. Thompson. Okay, that's it. I'm moving on. All right, uh, who is that? Kirk oh, Jones, spin Kirk, of the dials, Kathy radio Kirk. style, Dallas, Texas. Morning. What of anything did you learn today? I hope it's not changing its name. It's transitioning. <laughs> that's right. Thank you. Thank you for reminding <laughs> yes, us yes, of that. Yes. yes. What of anything did the listeners learn today? What well, you got? Bob Disco tweeting out the doctor of our therapy is in glory right now. You're right. I. Mm. I didn't want to brag to Ryan oh, okay. from GenSense.com mm-hmm. that I'm a doctor of aromatherapy because yeah. using your title like that's just douchey when Is you're it? talking with somebody. Okay. Because I didn't want to intimidate him. You know, I wanted him just put it out there. Well, Maybe then, this would make sense. Fast acting blue tweeting out as a doctor of aromatherapy, Doc Thompson approval is vital. This is sex it is. Product. Now I'll say that. Yeah. So you know you can yep. trust it. It's awesome. Yeah. Yep. JR15 tweeting out Doc Thompson, I know that Chris Cruz wouldn't dig through your poo. But I bet if the big boss asked, Chris will look like a kid in the mud. Ask? I don't think he has to ask. He does not have to ask. They pick a squirrel tweeting out, well, it's been nice knowing you, Doc. <sighs> Better men have been brought up, be brought down by less. Well, which one? I think this is about the biggest shooting. You think so? I think so. Or is it about all rainbowed up? No, I think it's about the shooting, mm. yeah. I don't know. Well, we'll see. Stinky hey, tweeting I, out. Yeah, I'll get that in there. Do you that. like Brazilian burgers? Do you like Brazilian burgers? Who doesn't? Hey, I just realized I didn't get that there's new numbers on procrastination, but I could just do them tomorrow. What else do we have coming up tomorrow? Chef Patrick and La- Larry Elders joins us. Oh, nice, yes. nice. What does Glenn have coming up on his broadcast? Dinesh D'Souza, talking about new movie, August 3rd. Not sure that's his name, but I think people know who you're talking about. What's Glenn wearing today? Open toe shoes, and you do not want to see the... Oh, his, his feet all jacked yes, up? Yes, all jacked up. Ooh, that's... Uh, not good luck. Remember, the Morning Blaze is today a Chris Cruz production. Six Semper Tyrannus. Good night, Steve Cannon. Wherever, Wherever you are. Anya, now you go home. This is the Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson on the Blaze Radio Network.